Boom, and we are live with another episode of the Brownwater Banter Podcast. My name is Jared Seymour. My name is Joey Cates. That is his name. And we have a great show for you this evening. Uh, we have Senator Bryce Wiggins back on the show. Oh, uh, we're doing cuts, not fades. Senator Bryce Wiggins on the show uh, again. <laughs> is this here, your first time to first do time this? First time running the camera. Okay, yes, sir. Absolutely. Right. Absolutely. Sure. Uh, okay. And uh, I looked it up. I did a little homework. The last time you were on, it was episode uh, 105, and this is now 137. So we're glad to have you back. That's right. That's and right. Just, as Joey just mentioned, Today is a special it's day. It's a big day today. That's right. It's been a big day It's today. been a big day today for all the Star Wars fans out there. It's May the 4th, man. So uh, may the 4th be with may all of 4th. you. That's right. And tomorrow you can do the same thing because it's Revenge of the 5th. That's right. So, so if you uh, didn't know oh, that, that I, that's the new one. I, even yeah. I have to fifth. admit that's a new one. Uh, you might see some of these uh, knickknacks down here on the table. Uh, it looks like uh, Senator Bryce here is uh, he's definitely a fan. So uh, we're going to talk about that too. But... Before we get into all the fun, we have to mention the people that support the show, man, and we couldn't be happier than the ones that we're working with over at Southern Magnolia Smiles. If you're looking for a great local dentist, they're located uh, on Washington Avenue in Ocean Springs. Uh, Dr. Robbie Williams and his friendly staff here, you can see. Uh, Check them out on the socials, man. They're on Facebook and Instagram at Southern Magnolia Smiles. Uh, If you want to check out their regular website, just go over to www.southernmagnoliasmiles.com. If you're looking to get your teeth clean, man, and you want to do it in a nice, caring, friendly environment and support a great local dentist, just give them a call at 228-215-1202 and book that appointment. Uh, You've heard us mention him many times on the show. Jesse Hill and his team over at Hill Tree Marketing. If you are um, looking for a website design, man, if you need a website for any reason, uh, local business, it doesn't matter for whatever reason. Hilltree Marketing is your one-stop shop. They do the photography. They do the videography. They can create you a commercial. Very professional. Uh, Jesse and his team there. Built BrownwaterBanter.com from the ground up. And won an award. <laughs> award winning. And we're not Gold gonna, medal. We're not going to stop talking about that until we win another one. And we'll talk about <laughs> that award. So. That next year. That's right. That's if you right. say it enough, will it come true? That's, if uh, you build it. They yeah, will come. That's correct. That's pretty much what we that's did. That's correct. So go check them out over <laughs> at uh, at uh, HilltreeMarketing.com, man, and tell them that uh, Brownwater sent you. They've worked with a lot of local businesses here that you'd be familiar with. So uh, coming right up now, uh, next is uh, Rocky over at uh, Cedar Swamp. I'm going to flash the store here. I don't have his uh, logo on there. But that's his store. He's located on Goche Van Cleve Road. He's got all your outdoor apparel, fishing tackle, fishing poles, rods and reels, man. If you need it, he's got it. Support a local business. You don't have to wait for two-day shipping. Rocky's your guy. Extra tough boots. Boots, plastic baits, doesn't matter. He's got you covered. And Joey, show him Coastal Angler Mississippi right Magazine. There. I don't man. have to show it. It's yeah. a staple now. Yeah, check it out. It's at a bunch of different um, places. And we're in it. Yeah, they're free. So just pick up a, a copy the next time you see one at a business and uh, thumb through it and uh, stay connected with the local fishing community, man. It's a great it's a great magazine, and we're proud to be in it there. So uh, moving right along, we've got uh, the downtown Ocean Springs Crawfish Cook-Off. That's going to be May the 28th of this year. Trevor Reed's doing it again. I wish I knew Joe, fourth annual right there on the, on the poster. There it is. Uh, we've been involved for a few of these, and I'm going to tell you right now, it is a great event. Downtown Ocean Springs, right across the street from Craft Advisory, a little, little bit down, but across the street, uh, across the street from downtown uh, golf cart rentals. Um, You buy a band, you go in, you eat all the crawfish that's available. Triple the crawfish this year. Correct. 25 teams participate in live music, plenty of cold beer, uh, $20 pre-sales, 25 the day of, and that's at downtownoceansprings.com. Yes, Yes. go get your tickets or buy them the day of. And we will be there slinging merch. And I got to say, that's my Senate district, and it's awesome. Yeah, there it is. Yeah, it's it's a it's a really good uh, event. We can't brag about it enough. So, 
Uh, and then finally, last but not least, our friends over at Singing River Hospital reached out to us. They're doing their annual Derby Mixer, the Singing River Foundation. They raise money for charity. It's going to be uh, this Saturday between from 5 p.m. to 9 p.m. at the Hard Rock Hotel and Casino. You watch the uh, Kentucky Derby. Everybody dresses up, wears the big funny hats. I'll drink uh, to that. It's, it's a really good time. Mint juleps. Yes, you can get tickets at the door. And uh, one of the reasons it fits in our wheelhouse, other than just being a great, you know, the Singing River Health System's uh, local community, uh, they're doing a Four Rose bourbon tasting there as a part of your ticket and your entry. So if you want to go taste some Four Roses and have some people talk to you about it, uh, go check it out. That's going to be this Saturday, 5 to 9 at the Hard Rock. So uh, now that we got that out of the way here, let's take it. Uh, let's get down to the brass tacks and uh, let's talk Star Wars. <laughs> so <laughs> I mean, that yeah, uh, that's what's that's important. the most important thing yeah. facing our who nation. Care, who cares about Politics Ukraine aside. and all that stuff? Right. That's correct. I'm, that's I'm correct. just glad you brought those uh, figures in. These... I, I, Y'all, y'all don't understand. Do you watch the show like uh, American Pickers and yes, stuff? Right. This yes, stuff would be fan. like valued at like yeah, well, one dollar and seventy five cents. No, really. Um, this Luke right here was the first one I had. So remember, this is this one right here is probably what forty years old. Yeah, well, we, you said it. we didn't want to date. Sixty eight. Okay. Sixty eight is when the first well, one came let's out. Let's not go. No, <laughs> no. Yeah, it was Star Wars. Seventy seven. Sixty eight. Was it seventy? No. Sixty eight. Look it up. I, I don't I'm going to Google, Google right seventy seven. I think it's seventies. It's seventy seven. No, you're going to be Yes, wrong. it was. Now maybe he, maybe he started seventy seven, and then uh, Empire Strikes Back came out in eighty one, and then um, Return of the Jedi came out in eighty three. I think. Correct. So. This is one of the original. So is this one, Luke, in his uh, in his fighter pilot. So, um, and then we have the uh, <laughs> Joey. We knew yeah, Bryce yeah, moved right along. You. There was, he was right. not, he was not waiting for you. And then we have the uh, the fighter here. So, but but this I, I have to say. See, I know because I was yeah, six years old or seven. Right. Correct. I'm sorry. What? Seventy-seven. You're right. Say it again, so the man. I'm, I'm going to take the shirt off. I'm yeah. embarrassed. Okay. <laughs> He's not a true fan. He's that, not that's a true exactly fan. right. Yeah. So is. that's when and saw it three or you know it came out. I guess I was six or seven years old. Okay. And it was the it was the most awesome thing ever. Yeah. It was. And great. then, but but here's the thing for people that don't. Y'all have kids, right? Yes. Whose daughter was here? Mine. Yes. Okay. Mine here, yeah. So when you have kids, it was living Star Wars all over again because uh -huh. this came. So it had gone in the closet, whatever, and then my son. Believe me, he was like one day old, and I, I broke out these things and gave them to him, and so he had them and all of that kind of stuff. Yeah, so it's, it's a great it's, way to uh, so you pass it down. It's I pass it down. Family heirloom, but the family heirloom, and so these, a lot of these, I don't know if everybody can see. So oh, yeah, flash these, the camera there. That's yeah. got to be the original box, though, right? Uh, oh, hold on, that box it is the original legit. box. This yeah. is from uh, seriously, it's from like 1977 or 78. Oh, wow. Yeah. So you that's had, and it. I remember. So, it, so, gosh, I could go on forever, but um, we got all you realize what, we brought you here. You yeah. realize what George Lucas, how he he became a billionaire. I think he's a billionaire. He's a millionaire. You know what was the key to Star Wars? You know what he did. I'm listening. Licensing and, to and exactly. Toys. Yeah. So exactly. that he's he whatever. I can't. They thought it was going to be a failure, and he said, "Well, look, I'm going to." He's like, "I tell you what, you know, I'll pay for it. You just give me. I'm going to license it." And that whatever and he his company licensed it and became like they created the licensing business for uh for entertainment so this was some of the stuff this was the original box here this was from 19 about the same time 1970 whatever that is 
Certainly it's not sweet. 1968. No, it's not. <laughs> you know, um, the best one is, and we were talking about Greedo. Yeah. So who shot first? Who Where's shot Han? first? Yeah. Who shot so first? who did shoot first? I personally think knowing Han's personality, Han I think probably he shot blasted. first. He's, he's he's shoot first, ask questions later kind of guy, <laughs> and probably put out the disinformation that that the other guy shot first. That's how he rolls. That's right. That's how he rolls. And so. we could it's understand right. Greedo if he shot Greedo. first anyway. He, he right. did. True. Honestly. He did. Honestly. And, and so you have that, and then of course you got the. The, the good old boy, Luke Skywalker. That's right. That's your boy. Okay. And that's a quintessential 70s look right there. It, it, I mean, that's look at my him. point. That's yeah. why I like it. This, yeah. Not all of this CGI uh-uh. stuff and all the, uh-uh. like, Luke in a beard uh-uh. and, you know, the old Luke or whatever. This yep. is the original. The OG. He, he's missing his saber, though. That's all right. Mm. He's missing his all saber. All he's got to do is use the Force. That's, that's right. Up. He don't even uh, need a lightsaber. But do you know what the key... I know y'all going. God, this guy's a no, nerd. But no. do you know what the key? Do you know what the key to Star Wars? Do you know what the hero's journey is? Yes. Yeah, we've, I've heard that before. So yeah. it's about the hero's journey. Correct. That's what. That's what did it. So Luke was the hero, and he did his journey and all that. Stuff. The uh, a lot of people may or may not know, but uh, the first original edit, the first cut of that movie when they screened it, not not when it went out to the public, but behind the scenes, was terrible. And his wife, George Lucas's wife, actually did a lot of the recuts to make it the really? story that it, the story was like the com- a lot gonna. Be be a lot different and she fixed that i watched the whole the film the, the, the photo editing and the, the stuff that they did the shots is unbelievable yeah. how they got those shots back in the day yeah and all the characters uh uh, uh not harrison ford and them on set were like what are we doing this is you know they didn't know they didn't know what the end product was gonna be it was like yeah. we're playing with these silly right. looking guns and they changed the world right. yeah and they did they, they changed, changed the, the world. world so we've already got comments rolling in i'm gonna go ahead and flash a couple on the screen here uh steve singletary says uh hey there uh uh, Mr. Wiggins, um, what do you say? You're doing a great job. I just want want you to know that this is Steve Singletary, Night Abbey Printing in Biloxi. Yep. Oh, uh, and thank jo- you. And Joey, your wife says that. Uh, so you can't admit when you're wrong. Oh, yes. yes. So, See what you did? Yeah. I- Look, that's my training. You prove you, you wrong. But you were it, it's not like you I were off totally by like no, a few minutes. No. You were off by like right. ten I years. I guess I, I was mean, thinking seventies to eighties instead of sixties to seventies. I don't know, but like he said, if you'd have been like it was seventy three and up. it was seventy four, <laughs> we could have gave you a pass, but you were you were way off. I totally fudged it. Totally All right, wait. It. So we gotta rank the we gotta let's do it. We gotta do the official brown water bodca- pod, podcast. There you go. Podcast. Podcast. <laughs> I was looking I was looking at you. <laughs> <laughs> the ranking of the movies. That's yeah. right. We got to do the ranking. So you know, I don't. Y'all, it's your podcast, so you can start. Well, I don't know. You're the guest here, so that's, yeah, your guest first. goes first. Well, so. what's See, your, just give us your favorite. Okay, your favorite so, one. Right. So it's hard because I was around, and I, I guess y'all are younger, but I was around when the first one, two, three came out. So. The very first one, that's got to be the best, which is now, like we were talking earlier, is what, six, four? four? Excuse me. I don't know. Six. I call it four. the first yeah. one, right, right, A right, New right, Hope. Right. So that was the first one. That's where we were introduced to everybody. Correct. Um, I actually am partial. So I'm partial to Return of the Jedi. Yes. I thought that that's, was good. Yes. That but when you go talk to people, six. they think Empire Strikes Back is actually probably the, the best the movie best one. of the ones. That's right. But, a lot of people hated the ending of Return of the Jedi. With the, right. the for some reason they hated the Ewoks, which I do I not love understand. The I know. I know. I know. And the speed bikes, like the that was one, killer when they're going through know. the force. I don't know. And but then, I could see this. I could see uh, Empire Strikes Back as a good argument. So then, know. and I have to say the, uh, and I forget which line it is because that's sad. But it's when. Um, 
when when uh, Anakin the the last one where he becomes Darth Vader. Okay. So and they're fighting in the 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 molten pit. Yeah, right? he gets and burned. I, that's up. awesome. Yeah. Okay, you gotta say that's like Obi Wan burns him up. Yeah, that was a good one. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah, that's right. All so, of the the new the new well it was the first set of new ones with Jar Jar Binks. Those are those <laughs> are questionable. Those, you start at the bottom yeah. with Jar Jar. Yeah, yeah. but then the then the last three. They were so woke that they just kind of yeah. ruined it to me. I That's think that, well, I'll tell you what. I think, so. The gosh. very last one wasn't that bad. I like the way one, they tied it all in. No, the first mm -hmm. one of the last three I thought was very good. I think it, it was the second one that was like super, super bad. Correct. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. I wish and we the knew first, the names. There's so well, many Star like, oh, we're real fans. Correct. Huh? Yeah. There's so many Star Wars fans out there that are like, God, I'm not listening to this. Y'all don't even have the clout <laughs> to be able to have an opinion but, the way y'all are doing. But I guess I'm the, I guess you would call me the OG of Star mm. Wars. Is that what it is? Yeah. Because, yes. I mean, for all these Johnny Come Latelys, we were here. 1977, by the way, <laughs> when um, when it wrong. came out, and I remember just to take a trip down memory lane. We were in, I think we were in Mobile. My mom took me, and I was like, uh, I had to be six or seven. I was like, oh, I got to see Star Wars. I, I got to see Star Wars. And it had, I think it was Mobile. Of course, at that time, I I grew up in Pascagoula, and we had the Twin Cinema uh down uh which is where the Lowe's is now in Pascagoula but I remember it being in um in um in Mobile where we saw it but I distinctly remember Return of the Jedi I I will tell you this so that's for all these OGers out there uh -huh. um the movie theater was in Gautier at the old Singing River yes, Mall right and I remember that I was like we got to go see Return of the Jedi it came out and man the line was, it was around the corner, down the block, all that kind Nothing's of stuff. Nothing's changed. No, it's still the same <laughs> I way. I mean, it it's was, same I way. remember driving in the car and going, oh my gosh, these people. And I just remember it coming out and it that was at the mall at, and the movie theater was behind the mall and for those that the glory days the glory of, days yeah, back then. Mall, that, yeah. Well, I mean, <laughs> right. not too long ago, I was a grown human being and stood in line <laughs> yeah, at midnight no. to watch wanna, the release yeah they'll say the ones that weren't that great it's not like people aren't going to see them no, it's not like I, I you mean, know it's, even you st i'm still going to go see another one if it comes right. out you well know? sure i mean and you know it's just it's just great and they they've done fabulous so but i think it's the uh i i don't know the why it lasts so long but it has but you know when i brought these out today i gave them to my son i went i said oh i'm coming on the podcast I got to go find him, and they were in his room. So uh, I remember, again, going over to my friend's house, and we would go in, and they had, like, they had the whole setup, and we would sit sit down and play with Luke and Greedo and do all that stuff. It, br <laughs> and it pretend brings, like it, it would yeah, pretend childhood like. childhood memory. That's right. It brings this was back. before all the video games right. and all that. Okay, see, that's what people, I don't think, understand, including my son, um, you had to make your own. You fun. had to make it. Like we would sit here and go, <laughs> yeah. "Greedo, you're bad." Bang, right. bang, and yeah. all that. Shoot, kind of shoot, stuff. shoot. Yeah. Pew, 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 pew. Yeah. Well, it's Greg like Williams. it's like when we explain to our kids what is what it was like before the internet and cell phones and texting. So it's the exactly. same thing. Exactly. That's right. Same kind of thing. They're like, it, I don't understand I don't what you're understand. talking about. So it it was great. So Star Wars is. Um, but but and I remember when. So when the first the one you were talking about, Jar Jar Binks comes out. So and everybody was so excited, and I think people were just happy. They didn't oh, yeah. think it was the best. They were just happy to Have see it come one. back. Yeah. And and the CGI that was available in the first Jar Jar one was uh, mm -hmm. it, it was significantly better than what 
had been in previous ones. Oh yeah, you know. So then people get mad that he went back and added all that into the old ones too. So anyway, <laughs> can't win. That's can't, right. Can't so have uh, so have y'all been to like uh, Star Wars Con or whatever? Or mm-hmm. no, no, I haven't no. either. I have to actually work and stuff like that and have a job. <laughs> yeah, right, exactly. Stuff. Unfortunately, but but it is you know at the end of the day. Oh, this is my favorite. So it is R two D two. R two. By the man. way, I, I was getting this out and I I texted um lisa who works with who works who with me i'm a huge fan me. of by the way and she and is i haven't awesome. met her just only through no phone. she's awesome but i told her i said c3po met his demise so i don't have c3po here that's okay it's not a real collection if yeah. you don't have a couple missing pieces See, especially exactly. from that from my, that dog yeah. my dog <laughs> ate it my dog ate it you had all of them i would <laughs> but, think you bought it off yeah. the, you know off of ebay or something <laughs> but c3po was always the, he always had the one-liners that's yes. what was so good yeah was and he was made of gold and yeah. it, right. Well, we think you don't know it's an alien. It He's kind of like the fisherman in Biloxi. Yeah. Okay, so <laughs> here's a question I have in the first in the what we call the first movie. So when they're in the um, the garbage disposal, yes. yes. So it took an awful long time. They were screaming and yelling, and yet the 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 walls were moving very slowly. Correct. And all of a sudden, it's I was kind of like. When I was looking at the watch, I was like, you'd be crushed by now. But Well, you know, I think they, this, you yeah. got to figure the same guy that built that com- that trash compactor probably was an engineer on the Death Star and <laughs> yeah. left that he one left single that big, vent. huge, yeah. whopping vent. gap I mean, you're talking, you're talking thousands of hours of planning, tons of defense systems, and he left a vent open to Wide the Wide open that you could fly a plane <laughs> Of course he didn't get the trash compactor correct. Of course. Uh, so, uh, so that's ex- exactly it's you know, the one that's that one that weakness one that yeah. one there. loophole yeah, somebody then, some engineers like, I, I told you we shouldn't have hired jimmy yeah. jimmy sucks and we sucks. did and it was the whole demise of the whole thing <laughs> well we got to get ventilation in yeah. here somehow what are you going to do <laughs> guys yeah. you didn't want to cough for the extra force field um so, so oh admiral Ag- oh no i'm sorry this was what's his name but i don't have admiral akbar but he became more famous in the in because the, he became a meme it's a trap. It's a trap. Right. It's a trap. Yeah. It's a trap. Oh, that that's right. Thing. Okay. Yep. So he, 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 there you go. He's a one-liner. He's, a, yeah. he's got the best one-liner ever. He's like the cash me outside girl. You it's know, he trap. had that one-liner and he made it, turned his whole career around. If you know that's, what I'm talking about from Dr. Phil. No, I don't. You, did, Sorry. Good. Then don't look it up. <laughs> you don't want to know about it. It's not worth it. So, so, they, they, so I, and look, I'm going to wade in. We talked about this before we went on air. Yep. I'm going to wade in, but I'm going to be careful. Go ahead. Okay. But every guy my age, their coming of age was Return of the Jedi and with Jabba the Hutt and Princess Leia. Correct. Yes. I mean, it, that was no accident it, it, the way it, she was dressed. No, no, it wasn't. It was, it is a coming of age mm-hmm. moment mm-hmm. in a young boy's life at that time. Correct. And she was okay. smoking, smoking hot. <laughs> she, and she probably and, was very smart, wasn't it? She, that, exactly right. <laughs> yeah. It was good. God so, rest her soul. Right. But, yeah, yeah. Okay. So if you want to actually, so let's bring it forward. I see. I could go on forever, but so we're watching the Mandalorian, which is on, you know, which is an offshoot or whatever. I think it was the Mandalorian, but you know, back in Return of the Jedi, when they threw threw him into the pit mm-hmm. or yep. whatever. Mm-hmm. So actually, the Mandalorian, the one I was watching, they did that. And they did it from below, like it showed what it looked like when yeah. they went and down escapes. into the pit, and he escaped. Yeah, yeah. Yes, yes, that's right. Yeah. yeah, he escapes the Scarlack. Yeah, better the uh, better Scarlack. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Okay. He's trying to redeem himself from that. 68 he comment is. That's right. Earlier. He's in the desert. Yeah, <laughs> better CGI. They can show you more stuff. You yeah. don't have to leave that's stuff right. to the imagination. But but you know, actually, it, it's it's really it. It's it's part of our childhood, at least my childhood. It, it so was for us because eighty three Return of Jedi. That's you know when we were coming up. 
And for me, it was always on television, like kind of like on repeat. So if you had a day off from school, TBS. yeah, you stayed Turned home from school. There's a great network. chance you were doing an all day Star Wars marathon. So that's right. That was which was two movies <laughs> all day. <laughs> yeah, bro, that's true. Yeah, as long as they are. Yeah, for sure. But um, and then the first, the first whatever reboot with Jar Jar, of course, what's his name, Hayden Christensen. No, no, I'm sorry. I'm getting my movies mixed yes, up. You are. But it was the uh it was Anakin as the kid, but when he grew up, he was not a, it was the acting was not good. Right. But it was never about the acting, it was always about the story, story. and the special Correct. effects. Yeah. Correct. You know, Correct. so that was good. Well, they they always said that, that Star Wars was politically based. Really? Yeah. Well, it had the Senate and Yeah, know, the they overthrow, always said. Internal okay, internal so of the now government. that oh, thank you for saying that by yeah. the way. Mm -hmm. Cuz that actually I've gone back because of my position and right. all. I actually have gone back to try to figure all that out and the uh, Tatooine. Don't try to steal Senate. any of those ideas though. It didn't work out very uh, well. No, <laughs> it didn't and they have all that, but but it was uh when the how how it cuz it started out as the Senate and the uh, well, democracy. Out as a good thing. Good thing. Yeah. Correct. And then the emperor took over. Pretty prophetic. If that's a word. That's a word, that's, right? Prophetic. Yeah. Well, I think I, it is. I think it could be a lesson yes. to be quite honest. Yeah. Well, what so, a great transition that was. Too much government. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> too yeah. Much, <laughs> too much government. Yeah. Do we have to talk Ameri real politics? We we'll get back to Star Wars. Yeah, we do. Now we can dance in and out of Star Wars if it's okay. appropriate on any of the other topics that we cover yeah, right. here. Well, well before we move on, sure. we have to talk about the stormtroopers because we do. the the question was always, what did it say on the back right there? Is that did that say oil or did they have to did they have to fit? Was it just a suit or was it, it was were they robots? talking about just? Uh, I don't remember that in the movie. There they was had a writing. perforated thing on the back. Yeah, that's right. Okay, so, I don't like even remember a, that. I think it was their plate that identified their well, who they were. So did so understanding how the stormtroopers came out of the Correct. Clone Wars Correct. was always. It took a little bit of understanding. And I think that's, yeah, that's, that goes back to Boba Fett and Jingle Fett. He yeah, commission. But the, also, they were trying to build an army for the Empire, who was supposed they were good at the time. And they turned uh, bad, and right. then they turned bad because they got too much power and too much, too many. Let military. that be a lesson. Yes, right. that's right. right. George Lucas was he, he was prophetic. Yeah, he had a lot of writers then too. <laughs> I think. <laughs> But they did tie it all together pretty yeah, well. Yeah, it was cool. I, I'll give them that, even though there was no, some they bumps did. along the way. It, so it's it's been it's been great. Thanks for this trip down memory yes. lane. Yes, yeah. I, I loved it. And it's, it's great. all video. You can watch this forever. <laughs> <laughs> my, true, very. My true. wife is sitting at home going, "Yeah, what are they? Yeah, what that's a what he's nerd. Doing. This is this is why he's not home to sit and talk uh, Star, Star Wars, Wars with these yeah, two knuckleheads." Right. Yeah, but at least I was right. Yes, true, you were. True. I was wrong again. I told true. you I was wrong. True, these are. What's your what's your wife's name? Heather. Heather. Oh, that my my wife's name is Heather too. Guess but ask him what his wife's name is. Heather, correct. Are you serious? Yeah, I saw that when I was on your page earlier. I was going to bring it up. Oh you, my god, you, you just got. I was going to say Heather. Did you did you hear he was wrong? But yeah, she wow, said it. that's she's, oh, she's already latched on that. She's probably already got editing software on her phone and has clipped that part <laughs> yeah. where he said it, and she's just going to play she's it on, her feet it on the internet. Night. Yeah. <laughs> so no, last time you were on though, we. Uh, well, I, thank y'all. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. I feel like uh, we we talked. Uh, uh, you know, state politics, your state center mm -hmm. representing district of Pascagoula. What district is that number? It's 50. Senate District 52. That's what I thought. 52. And it represents uh, Pascagoula, Gaucher, Ocean Springs, including Hickory Hills and that area. Okay. And, um, but now you're here for a different reason because you're going to yes. run for District 4 in the United States uh, House, House of Representatives. Representatives. So. Yes, it's the congressional race, uh, U.S. House of Representatives. The election is June 7th. Okay. And so I think. I can't remember what time period it was when I was back here earlier, but it's June 7th, and actually I excuse my appearance, but I was out 
shaking hands and rubbing elbows, kissing babies. rubbing elbows <laughs> yeah, and kissing knocking babies. on doors. Yeah. So before I came here, but yes, uh, June seventh, and there's a number of people running, but uh, I think as the campaigns have gone on, people have seen that that we can do the job, and I can tell you, I've gone from Picayune to uh, to Laurel to Gulfport to Perry County to Loosedale, people are fed up with what we got going on Sounds in like DC, it, yeah. and we'll talk yeah. about that. I know you want yeah. to talk about the state stuff, but yeah, just just they and, want to see something happen right. and and do that. And that seat is currently held by well, that seat is currently held by Mr. Palazzo, right? And Mr. Palazzo, uh, for those, I, I think. It seems like most people know, but he has ethical violations against you, him. You actually mentioned that on mm-hmm. the last episode you were here, yeah. And and since the campaign with the, the there's a number of other candidates, but they've all raised that. We had a debate last night in Ocean Springs at the Mary C, and they talked about it. Um, and Mr. Palazzo chose not to appear, and mm-hmm. he does. He have he has ethics violations for misappropriating funds and stuff like that. And as I pointed out, <clears throat> excuse me, uh, last night, that's not who we are. And right. I was a prosecutor personally. I was a prosecutor before I went into the Senate and it's about doing the right thing. And we are about following the law and doing the right thing. And at the end of the day, we know what's going on in DC and that's just, it's become about self-interest and self-dealing. And that's what people have told me. I've talked to tons of people. The other people in this race have talked to tons of people and they're, they're sick and tired. I'm sick and tired of it. But yes, he's the incumbent. And, you know, that's, we're better than that. Bottom I like line. It. I like yeah. it. I like it. We, uh, we, we mentioned it last time it was on, uh, he can show up and, and sit on here on the podcast and defend anything Absolutely. that we say. That's exactly or, right. Or you may say, uh, today. So that's an open Seat's invitation. Open. Yeah. Uh, at any time. <laughs> so get, get that out there. But like we mentioned before we went live, uh, if we could, we'll start mm-hmm. maybe with some state stuff. Cause that's where you're at now. And, uh, some things have changed since the last time we talked to you. Um, mainly the, I think one of the big topics that we were on last time you were here was with the, uh, medical marijuana, yep. um, and the, the, the whole kind of, uh, fiasco that went along with that. <laughs> but I do believe, and I go a lot off of, uh, uh off of, uh, former mayor of Ocean Springs, Shay Dobson, he's heavily entrenched with the, uh, Citizens Alliance movement that he yes. has. Uh, he's, he's got he, a competing podcast. Sorry. He, I saw you were on that too. I was. Uh, I wouldn't say competing because Shay's such a good friend of ours. <laughs> we, we, do, we, we'll help him out. Yeah. yeah we're we're, we're uh, 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 cohorts good. here. Uh, we're fighting yeah. the same thing. He, he's that, always rocking are. our hat when he gets on TV. Yes. yes. And we good. appreciate good. that. Shay's yeah. good. But uh, no, so he gave it the thumbs up as best I can tell. So can we go back and talk about sure. that? So so Please. y'all y'all you know we we mentioned um, people had been living on a rock to not know how that went down, but there there was a it was the state constitution would had to have been ratified to pass it through the ballot initiative. Correct? Had had y'all went forward with with well to 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 explain it. So initiative sixty five was the referendum procedure by which it passed. Correct. Okay. And then um, it went to the Supreme Court through a challenge, and the Supreme Court ruled that the procedure, the referendum procedure by which it went to the voters, was unconstitutional. We can talk about that, but that is what correct. was happening. Yeah. What correct. happened, and then they ruled it unconstitutional. Unconstitutional. So what that meant was that the legislature had to address it, and we were going to address it. And I think when I was on here, I told y'all that we were going to do it. It was going to be the first bill. Yes. And in fact, uh, it was the first bill. And for those that don't know, the legislature meets January for, uh, for 90 days, 
to the end of March. Correct. Okay. And so we've been out for about three weeks or whatever, three or four, three weeks. And so that was the first bill we took up and we said we were going to do it. And so the legislature, um, people thought we didn't have to, but we heard and saw what people wanted in terms of a medical marijuana program and we did it. Yeah. And so that bill got passed and I will tell you before we got to that point, the Senate, um, and I'm on the public health committee, we held hearings th last summer when that happened. So we went into the session in January, but before that, during the summer, we went, we had hearings and we heard from, uh, legislators and supporters and detractors all throughout the summer. And that helped us craft the bill to get where we got. And even there were supporters and the names escaping me right now, they testify before us and they told us, they said, look, there were some things in initiative 65 that were a problem. Right. Okay. Yeah. And for example, one of them was the zoning issue. And, um, what we were able to do was to come back and craft a piece of legislation that, that met for the wishes of 3 million people in the state of Mississippi. And I think that's why Shay, to his credit has, has said, look, I appreciate what they did. No, we didn't give everything that one hundred percent. Okay, yeah. but we got a bill and we got it passed and we got it passed quickly. Where everybody's happy, where everybody can do what they are, what what they have. So right. that's how, I, that's where where it came. I from. think some of the bigger issues that y'all that y'all did uh, address was people were worried about barriers of entry, right? Correct. That, like keeping that's the mom right. and pops and the people who Correct. may not have. $500,000 of, of assets, all right, couldn't participate in the game. That isn't something, I'm trying to say it the correct, y'all did not do that, which was good, right? Correct. And Shay uh, has mentioned that. So uh, kudos to to the uh, all the state legislatures for making that happen. Well, and well what about Jared, the, I, Jared, I want to say, say this because I had somebody say that, and I get it. People in the marijuana industry, whichever whichever part of it you were in, they didn't have faith or trust mm -hmm. in the legislature. Okay, I think y'all admit that. One hundred percent. Yes, it, it's it seemed very fishy. Right. Knowing Correct. that 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 process that they knew there was holes in it, and that the, it kind of seemed like they were sitting on that as kind of like a Trump, Trump card, card to yeah. get out of jail free card kind right. of a thing from from people on the outside looking in. I one hundred percent agree. <clears throat> Excuse me. And by the end of it, mm -hmm. I had cannabis people who were in the industry saying, thank y'all for what you did. Right. We had faith in that and they were happy. Mm -hmm. And from that standpoint, it was because we listened to the people. Now I regret that it took initiative 65 for the legislature to, uh, to act if you will, because mm -hmm. I will sit here and say, I don't think the legislature would have acted if not for initiative 65. That being said, we did, and we work together. And people think that um, that at least on the legislative level, uh, we'll talk about D.C., but yes. people think that that we're not there and we don't want to help and we're only in it. No, I think pe the legislators want to help. We listen to the people. Well, it's your hometown. Yeah. It's where you, you live. To, right? yeah. It is, and you go back and see them, and that's, by the way, that's the difference between D.C. and here. Is Correct. Guess what? You get to get, have to go to church every right. Sunday. Right, right. you got to live with the them. people, yeah. But at the end of the day, we we listened, and we, 
we listened to what the people wanted from both the medical side and the business side. And we heard what literally was good in other states and what was bad in other states. I'll give you a, for instance, in Oklahoma, it was, it's as wide open as you could be. And honestly, people said it became just a freaking shootout right. kind of thing. Yeah. Trashy. And in Utah or I think, or California, they said there was too much regulation. Yeah. And so what we learned was we needed to be somewhere in between with, and we, that's where we ended up. And I think we got a good piece of legislation that certainly the health care folks support, uh, felt good about it. And the business interests all seem to be happy about it because it allows them to do what they wanted to do. So, but to me, that's how things should work. Okay. That us legislators should be listening to the people. Okay. We should be listening because we're the ones who, uh, implement those things. Now, the, the reason, going back to the Constitution, the reason everybody was so, um, at least the elected officials were so uh, upset or whatever, was because Initiative 65 put it into the US, into the Mississippi Constitution. Correct. That's a extreme issue. The legislature is there. It meets every year. You can change it. You can update it. You right. can do it. And I, I understood that. When yeah, you I thought said yeah, it last, you brought it up last that. time. It can't be changed once it's passed. It can't right. be changed. Yeah. And so, and literally, we had a, I think it was the director from Michigan who told us, he said, y'all, you will be dealing with a marijuana bill every year in, right. the, le in the legislature. Right. But that's why the legislature meets. But the thing is, you have to, you're elected or the you elect people to, to do that and you have to hold them accountable and they need to meet with you. I've said it. I think I said it on your podcast. If they won't meet with you, then go elect somebody else because right. that's what they're there for right. or that's what they should be doing. Yeah. So anyway, or, I could agreed. go on, but no, no, no. I think that's a great answer. And, uh, I, I, I was proud to see that. Uh, my only other question to that would be, it has the ballot initiative process been corrected and fixed. Right. Did y'all do that this session? Okay. So that's, uh, the short answer is no. It, and that's a shame. Um, through the Supreme Court's actions, they ruled the process unconstitutional. And at that time, I explained to y'all that what what it was was Four you had five. to get yeah. you yes. had to get signatures from five the old five, five congressional districts. Well, we don't have five; right. we have four. four. Right. And so they ruled because of how it was that was unconstitutional. So we tried the House. In, it was a House bill. We tried to do it, and then it came to the Senate. And it died in the Senate on the last, basically the last day. And the dispute became about how many signatures you had to get on the ballot. I will tell you this, the political will is there to do it. And I've said from day one, I want, this needs to happen. Okay. I said, I am supportive. I want a referendum process by which we can do it. But I think when I was on here before, what I said was that, that the Mississippi constitution guarantees the referendum process but it's up to the legislature to define how that process works. And in di states across the country, how that works is different from state to state. Okay, some states put it in the Constitution. Some say, no, if, if the referendum happens, then the legislature has to address the issue, but they get to do it. Other ones say um, the issue uh, can be done, but the, it can't be appropriated. The money can't be appropriated by referendum process and that's what was happening with 65 so 
what was going on was what is the best referendum process by which we need in the state of Mississippi? So it sounds to me, though, technically like Mississippi, as it currently sits, has no ballot Correct. initiative process. Yeah. That, to me, in and of itself, seems is a, problem. a, a yes, huge problem. A huge and what um, I agree. incentive does both houses have to fix that? Again, to be, I guess, looking at it in a negative light, why would y'all want to fix it? Um, right. I mean, I'm gonna, outside I'm gonna let in. a cat out. I'm gonna let a cat out of the back. There are some people in the state capitol that would be happy not to have one. have one. Right. But but understand this, and I don't want to get too technical. But there's a thing called sovereign immunity. Okay. Mm-hmm. And the state under law that came from England, mm-hmm. we did not. The state did not have to give a referendum process. Okay. This goes back all the way for whatever since the founding of the country. But over time, states said, we will give you that option, you, the public, to have a referendum process. So um, because uh, legislatively, you didn't have to do that. So um, it's a problem that we don't have it, but I think the political will is that we need to have it. And so when we come in in January, I think you'll see that. Of 23? Of 23, that's right. All right. But we're having some... Some difficulties, but I think we're back on. Uh, mine's showing that we're still good. No, we're so, good. Yeah, yeah let's okay. keep so rolling. If we lost, we're, yeah, we're still yeah, rolling. Right. We're still good. I haven't seen any yeah. blackouts. But, uh, yeah, so uh, I think you said this a second ago, though, right? So hold your uh, legislatures accountable, exactly. right? Vote them out if they won't fix this because it's in their best interest. I feel like, and you're sitting right here, but to they're not in a rush to fix that is how I hear it. And no, if no, no. I'll, I'll, no, I don't think that's right. Okay. I think people want to because it actually passed the House. Okay. It it got a lot of traction in the Senate, and it got down to one issue that, the couldn't, that couldn't be – no, it was in committee that couldn't be decided. It became down to uh, signatures. How, I, signature, I misspoke. signatures. I misspoke. If that had been resolved, then I think you would have had it. Do you and, remember the what it was versus what it wanted? I don't remember specifically, okay. but at, at the end of the day, I wanted to say it was like fifteen to twenty percent of the po- of people have to get the signatures. Okay, so right. so I, I think the will is there, but let me say this: I yes, hold your legislators accountable, but this is the time to do that. Call them up. Let's have a meeting. Let's have a organized meeting. Don't wait until January. Right. right <laughs> yeah. Right. It's too late uh, to do that. I'm gonna so. pull, I'm gonna pull my. Phone and by the way, percent. next year's an election year in the state legislature, so they the legislators want to make you happy. Yes. So they're gonna say a bunch of stuff. Well, I hope that's not the case, <laughs> but <laughs> to make his vote for him. Uh, right. The 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 next issue that I'd like to jump to, if if I feel like we've covered that one. Well, I just want to say on the marijuana, I think it's a game changer for the state of Mississippi. And what's interesting to me is seeing what's going on with the opt-in and the opt-out oh, of my, all, the commu- all the communities. Yes. Yes. Hancock I, County I, just did it. it um, uh, Diaberville and yeah. Pascal Chan, as far as I've heard. Okay. Well, la- yesterday was the last day, right? To uh, opt in. Yes, because there were two. Well, well, you have uh, to opt out, correct? You have right. to opt out, and then you're automatically uh, opted in. And, and right. then there's a certain petition <laughs> that that forces the communities to opt back in. Uh, to do that within a certain amount of time. And so what you're seeing is these communities, they're opting out as a default mechanism. And then if people will organize and get there, then they will be forced uh, to opt back so in. So they're just going to sit back and watch until Correct. it That's looks right. cool. And then- but I will tell you, in Pascagoula, Ocean Springs, and I think Gautier, all the, area, the, community, the cities that I represent – They've all said we're going forward with it. Yeah, and uh, and 
you know, I can't remember. I, I can't remember all of them. I, I will say this: on the initiative sixty-five, the vote passed with no less than fifty-five percent in any county. Okay, yeah, total the, was like 70, 70 yeah. something. The Four lowest eight. percentage was probably in up around George County, and that. Uh, I'm not really sure why these cities are opting out because I've, the people have spoken. Okay, well, there you they go. spoke seventy percent. Why are you know? I, I realize, and I'm all about local government, but the people spoke. Financial interest, um, possibly. No, I think what it is is that people are concerned about old ties. What it can what what it can lead to, you know, yeah. crime and, and that kind of stuff. But I think the again the state legislation was pretty good in regulate. That's why you have a legislature. That's why you regulate right to to do that. And so. Um, you know, we'll see where that goes. Yeah, but Diabreville was the most recent one that I heard. I don't. I think I, I didn't heard, see they. I didn't see where they opted yeah, out. They yeah, did. they did, and they. But they said it like this: We're not so much as opting out as they right. said it better than I'm going to say it. But we're waiting to opt in later. They want to see right. how it plays out in some right. other places so they can well, craft it. It's kind of like a fight. Show. Everybody wants to. That's like, right. And there get are to the some, outside, and then there are some. Jump in. I'm sorry. There that that's right. But there are some places in Mississippi, for example. I think in Canton, there's like this huge warehouse, and they're like in Canton, Mississippi, and they're going to, they're that's already huge grow. That's huge Winston, grow, yeah. all that stuff. That's Winston that's good. Caesar. Good yeah. for it. Yeah. There, I've heard that there's places here on the coast. So I do think those communities are w- looking to see how that plays out. Yeah. What I think they will find is what we found in the state legislature, which is people want it. Yeah. And, and now you're going to be behind. And now you're going to be behind. Correct. I will I will give credit to the areas where where I represent Pascagoula, Ocean Springs, and all, and they're saying, "Look, we're ready to jump on board. We're going to regulate. Okay, that's our right to do, but we're going to. It can bring money in. People have said they want it. There yeah. are people that that truly truly need it for medical needs. Yeah, and so it's um, you know that I think that's good, and and. There's also a political aspect to all this. People say, "Oh, if you do that, you oh, you just want people to to walk around and be dope heads and stuff like that." Um, I just think that that's as people got educated, like the, like the legislature, then you find out that it's a it's a good thing from the medical side of every of the of the marijuana situation. I mean, even the governor had his Governor Reese had his. Uh, stake on that, and then he ultimately signed the bill because yeah. he got to hear the eleven people... joints a day to whatever <laughs> yeah. it was, yeah. That, and all which that is stuff. which is a little weird because of the opioid crisis that we're in, and no one's really beaten that drum like they should. And the pharmaceutical companies have if raked want... in so much money. I mean, it's the number one killer of right. uh, U- U.S. citizens between eighteen and forty-ish, somewhere around yeah, there, sure. even during COVID. So to to anyway. To debate joint numbers to me with <laughs> Tate Reeves Eleven was, joints was slightly weird to me. And Shane, right. this is not my point. Shane made a great point. Uh, the Republicans typically don't want government in their health care. Correct. And they were out, they were not for that when Obamacare was was the hot button issue. And then they jumped right in bed with it with this marijuana thing. So I, mm-hmm. I would disagree there. It's kind of like Good point. two uh, conflicting uh, thoughts there. But... You mean a politician would be hypocritical? <laughs> I can't believe that. <laughs> Senator Wiggins, say it ain't so. All right, all right. I feel like we've covered that fairly well, and that was kind of a recap from the last time. I got my phone out here because I want to credit. Pull it out, bro. I want to credit Frank. You may know Frank 
Corder? I do. Okay. Frank messaged me about this, and I, I mentioned it to you already. But uh, it was an article that came out. I think it was Y'all Politics is what yeah. he sent me. Uh, and I'll just read my little note here that the, the state wants to divert wind pool money uh, to state employee insurances that I'm assuming is now underfunded. Is, or yeah, will so be underfunded at I'm going to try to be as uh, succinct as possible. All right, here we go. After I had a yes. one drink. Hey, listen, this is a just a chat. <laughs> just the, yeah. Ignore the cameras and the fact that That's we're live right. on multiple social Thank platforms. Thank you very much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let loose here. So the wind pool was set up after Hurricane Katrina because of everything that we, we, we went through. Right. Correct. The wind pool is set up as a last resort for home insurance, for wind insurance. And what happened after Katrina was the insurance companies left. Yes. Okay. Mm -hmm. You could not get insurance. Okay. So over a period of time, what happened And the state said, the state said, we're going to do this and instituted different kind of funding mechanisms. And where we got to was that the, the wind pool has hundreds of millions of dollars in, in place based on this. And so, uh, because honestly, we have not had a catastrophic storm. <laughs> right. Don't do it. And it, it knock on wood. Do it. Knock, yeah, on wood. knock on wood. And, and what, so, what funds the wind pool? Well, let you me make it, it easy. Your Mississippi wind pool insurance policy. Well, correct? well, no, it's premiums, but also this is what happened this year. It was okay. called the uh, uh, non um, non admitted policies. Um, and so, believe me, it's very confusing. Bottom line is, it's it's a it's a tax on poli- on certain insurance policies okay. that get put in there. That, by the way, the insurance companies agreed to after Hurricane Katrina to stabilize the market. Okay. All right. So what has happened with that money, as happens in Jackson, people come out and say, oh, there's all this money, and right. we're going to take it away from you. Right. right. Okay. And that is what happened with the BP funds. Correct. And I stood in the Senate and fought against that along with my colleagues that's what happened again. Every time we get money on the coast, people want to take it. All right. So that and so what especially happened? Especially up in Jackson. Especially up in Jackson. This year, <laughs> that wind pool legislation came up for renewal. Okay. If it didn't get renewed, it would go away, and then there would be people who would not have uh, wind, wind insurance, correct, and all that that goes with it. Okay. So during the session, there were um, people that wanted to take money out of the wind pool. And send it somewhere else and fund your state pension plan or whatever it is. Okay. The state pension plan's been, quote, underfunded for years. Right. Okay. And people were wanting to do this. And it was in the Coast delegation and that in the Senate, um, that includes myself and uh, Senator Delano and Senator Moran and Senator Thompson and Senator England. We were not happy with that. Okay. Because we said, what in the world if another catastrophic storm comes? And this is what we were trying to tell people in Jackson. It's there for this reason. It right. was set up for this reason, and y'all are trying to take the money away from us. It's working. Don't, it's working. don't yeah. break don't do it. it. It's yeah. working. So what happened in the Senate was the bill came up, and there's a lot of things going on, but in the Senate it came up, and literally on the floor of the Senate, uh, I started the questioning and it was joined in by every other coast senator. And we we knew, I think when I was on here before, I said at the end of the day, we don't have the votes on the bottom three counties. There's fifty two senators. Correct. Y'all can get bullied. You got seven. Yeah, you got bullied around. At bullied. the end of the day, forty five is more than seven. Okay. Yeah. But you can make a statement. 
right. One, two, three, um, four. And so yeah. we did yeah. that. Yeah. We yeah. stood yeah. up and we we questioned. And actually, the person who was handling the bill in the floor, he was like, he was like a deer in headlights. He's like, oh my gosh, the coast people are coming after me. So, <laughs> so we made a point. And Don't then, mess with us. That's yeah. right. Yeah. And then. It goes back to the house, and Representative Hank Zuber is chairman of insurance in the coat. Uh, I'm sorry, in the house, and it got over there. And so, what you had was you had this big fight at the that went all the way to the end of the session. That came about. You're taking money away from the coast, and actually, WLOX did a crawl for a whole weekend that said they're trying to take money out of the wind pool that's going to raise your rates and right, stuff like right. that. And so. We weren't going to stand for it. Um, you know, things being what they are and actually trying to make things happen, at the end of the day, where it ended up was we will keep the money in the wind pool, but a certain percentage of that will go to rural fire trucks. Rural, rural. So, so I mean, here, okay, I support the fire department for sure, but that, 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 that ain't that ain't yeah, uh, what I did. That ain't employee what I, I know. <laughs> well, okay, so oh, I should have said that. I'm sorry. That's what they wanted to do was employee insurance. I stood up on the Senate floor and I said, "Well, hold on a minute. If you're wanting to divert money, let's divert it to a fund that can help us on flood insurance." Okay, okay. because if that you makes know, more sense. That because makes if you know sense. that flood insurance, because look. Flood insurance has gone up from yes. from five hundred to eight thousand. And by the way, that's a federal government Correct. program. Correct. And People by are... the way, our local representatives in the in the federal government have not addressed this. And I've stated I will. This will be one of the first things I work on. Bottom line is, flood insurance is a federal program. People's flood insurance is going up and up and up. It's ridiculous. Okay, yes. DC is out of touch. All right. So I stood on the Senate floor and I said, Look, if you're going to divert funds. Okay, you need to divert them to a fund for to help us with flood insurance, rising flood insurance, because after Katrina, we're required to have flood insurance. Correct. That's what I was talking about. Okay, so but then you, so it moved away from the health insurance or whatever right, employee health insurance. Yeah, to that Our, which yeah state then also going on in the in the state was your rural rural fire truck rural fire departments. And we we want to support our fire, our first responders, and things like that. So the compromise at the end of the day was we're going to take a little bit of that money and send it to your rural places like Stone County, George County, allow them to help with their fire departments, excuse me, and keep money in the wind pool. And I will say there is an amount in the, in the wind pool if you do out the projections or whatever that – Okay, there may be enough you can divert a little bit right, based okay. on the storm. So if if let's just say a category two storm comes and all that, it do, it's not going to bankrupt the system and all that stuff like Katrina. Okay, right. I don't know. I hope people didn't go to sleep on that. No, I, I think I think you'd be more surprised that you know that's important to people around here, and that's, that's what I tried to tell people in Jackson. I, I just want y'all to know, I I I um I talked to the lieutenant governor, I, and I said, look, I get it, but Y'all got to understand what this means for us down on the coast. It's everything. And those people up there do not recognize that. And I think when they saw the st- the the coast senators stand up and and I started the questioning and look at and make those questions of the chairman, it was a it was an issue that was not going to go away and we continued to get there. And so that's what happened. Okay. I feel I feel slightly better about that. I mean, you have your representation and I will say this. This goes back to 
um, the the influence that the coast has. I mean, part of our strategy or part of our uh, leverage, if you will, was represented Chairman Zuber from Ocean Springs yes. being there. Zo- Hank Zub. Hank. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Hank oh, does Hank. a good oh, job. Oh, Hank. Hank. Hank does a good job. And you have a coastie yes. in that position. Yes. But you also have a coastie in the House Appropriations Chairman. I'm chairman of Judiciary A. You have Scott Delano, who's chairman of the Technology Committee and that. You have some influence in the state legislature, and that's a good thing. I agree. You I should. Agree. And is Coast that, is bringing in some money. Is that, is that <laughs> right. something? I mean, like anything else, but uh, that'll be uh, that could be revisited at yes every year well okay so this is interesting that's a big bone hanging out there with a little piece of meat on it or a big piece of meat on it this is where i think hank uh representative zuber really came in to play um we have what's called a repealer meaning that after after every three years it comes back back up for the legislature to look at okay okay and that's why we had to do this because otherwise it would have gone away in the compromise what it said was we don't have we're taking that out and it's now law. The wind pool is there. Okay, so it's not subject to uh, diversion. Correct. So it stays so it's on kinda, the coast. It's, it's bulletproof in that regard. Yes, yes as Ish. much as you as can. As much as you can be. Okay. Right. okay. Correct. I like that. That's I like that's that. right. That's like right. That. Okay. Uh, next topic before we get into the federal stuff. Last state topic, unless you got something. But here's where uh, one of the topics Joey that it hits home with him. Uh, Joey is a, a high school teacher. So yes. is his wife. Uh, and teacher pay, the pay increase that they just got was largest a, teacher pay increase in the history of the state of Mississippi. Yes, yes, okay. it's been a while. It has. It has well, <laughs> it has been let, a while. Let let let, let, let me go. Uh, Let's let, get down let and dirty. Let me be Here honest. Go. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. Over the last couple years, we did give thousand dollar pay raises. Yes. Okay. Yes. That being said, we had hearings. I've been on the Senate Education Committee, and what we heard was those pay raises were not keeping up with cost the of demand, cost yeah. of yeah. living well, and stuff. To be fair, no one's. No right. matter what you're in, it's keeping <laughs> right. up with the rampant inflation yeah. that we're seeing right now. Gas but is four dollars a gallon. We'll get to that. Uh, yeah, we'll get Biden. To that. Yeah, yeah, right, right. Okay, let's go. Never mind. Yeah. So, all right. So, let's go back to teacher pay. Yes. Yeah, well, so, I think that the main thing is we were the lowest right. teachers in the nation. Well, here, yes. Here's what we found when we were doing the hearings, and I think it was very good. Was what we found was your very experienced teachers were actually being paid either uh, on par or higher than other states. Okay, your entry teachers were being paid around the same, actually on par. What it was was your mid-level teachers were way below. Okay, those that had, let's just say five five to ten years or ten to fifteen years, they were not being given what they needed and deserved, and so we were about fixing that. How so, long has your wife been a teacher? I have been a teacher for 16, and she's been a okay. teacher for 15. See, we're so y'all... Old. We're not that old. Yeah. <laughs> but see, y'all fell, right. in, but y'all fell into the category. Correct. Is You fell into that category. But if when you, we started, it was... Correct. Real, well, I understand. I mean, you're talking about thirty thirty six thousand dollars to teach school for a year. thirty five, thirty four, somewhere correct. in that. Correct. But also, and look, I'm not defending, but what you also... But you also have your retirement paid, and you also have your insurance paid. And when you do the calculations, it's yes, thirty six thousand salary. But then you, what the cost of the benefits are, and what the cost of the retirement is. And yeah, but like I ain't that. gonna say anything about that insurance because it ain't real good. Well, <laughs> I, I don't well, honestly. I don't disagree with that. Yes, yeah. and uh, go find one that is good. You're right. That's how I feel and about I, that right now too. Tough I work for the hospital systems, and mine 
premiums are through the roof. And yes. if I do anything away from Singing River, it's you, you just soon not have yes. it, damn near. And even when you do do it there, it's like, really? Right. Y'all know you know me. We work together. Why are you, <laughs> we work in the same why are you charging me like this? But yeah. no. Let me let me jump into the comments real quick. Uh, we got a few coming yeah. in. Uh uh Dr. Wayne Rudolphich. Coach oh, Rudolphich. Coach yeah, Rudolphich. Wayne. He's, he's hey, said, Wayne, by the way, he's retired. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, we're and fixing I, to get him. I, I haven't him. I haven't had a chance to reach out to him. Thank you, Wayne, for all your service that you've done. Man, he was our football coach. Yeah. Joey's. Uh, I'm sorry. Play I didn't play football. Hey, it was good stuff. Yeah. yeah. Uh, he will push you. He said he, uh, yeah. he said to tell Bryce I used to coach you back in the day, Joey. Joey yeah. uh, okay, so here's the Heather, Joey's wife, in the comment section. Now, we did mention this to you before we went live. We asked about this, but this 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 dovetails in here with the same She's teacher's, crazy. teacher teacher. <laughs> Joey says tread lightly Um, (laughs) she wants to know about the the diversion of public funds to private charter schools with little if any oversight but you were kind of talking to us about that before we live let's break that down because that has been in the news as well it's uh, a part of the Mississippi Constitution uh, or is it or is the federal Constitution I think it's Mississippi Constitution yeah so 1890 something that no 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 yeah you can't state funds for a private interest let's get into that well Nothing passed, as I was telling y'all. Nothing. And she's passed saying this private year. schools altogether, not just charter. Yes, you're right. Nothing passed this year. There is every year a push for. Uh, it used to be called vouchers and things like Correct. that for right. public funds to go to private institutions or or uh, charter schools. Yes, and and but I'll talk about charter schools because that's actually different, to be honest. But the private is to take those funds, uh, state funds, and send them, allow people to go to private schools. That didn't pass, and honestly, that hasn't really passed, other than in the cases of special needs. We did set up a program for special needs kids because what we heard... Oh, special needs kids. Special okay. needs kids. Gotcha. What we heard, and I'll go back a few years ago, the uh, Clarion Ledger in Jackson did a report, a good, very good report, and it showed that... Basically, 15% of your special needs kids in public schools were graduating. 15%. That's not a good number. It's not a good number, which actually that's why. And and what I had heard was that your public schools were not doing a good job at that point. Probably because they weren't equipped to handle that. I would Don't say. disagree. Okay. Or underfunded. Or uh, okay. In that department? Yes. Correct. Or, to- or yes. totally or both. So that's why you had that program. But I think that's improved over the years so then the public charter schools and it notice i said public charter schools they are public schools they're not private funds they are public and back in 2000 i don't know 14 15 16 we set up a public charter school program in the state of mississippi that is used public funds they are public funds and it's a public charter school and it's just a different type of school we also have a different a different type of school called a school of innovation which means that if you set up schools to do certain things you have certain benefits or you get certain red tape removed okay okay so there's all different kinds of school and school districts okay the private stuff you're talking about are what i would call vouchers and so far the mississippi legislature has rejected vouchers uh one key thing because i'm pretty much outside on this one looking in joey's involved and his wife heather obviously very involved you you just said something there is a such thing as a private charter school but there is also such thing as a public Public charter charter school school. correct did you say that okay 
That's right. Okay, I and, did not know that. And what's back, and what's, I think what's, maybe what's that's a public charter school. What give me an example of that versus a public school? What right. could you explain? So the difference? I forget the names, but let's just say. And if that, this isn't your area of expertise, as far as that, that's concerned, no, we understand I, I've been well. on the education committee and okay. and done that. You said that. So right. so I'll use this as I'll use it as an example. In Jackson, Mississippi, you got bad schools. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's just a fact. Okay, yes. there are many people who want something different, and so public so charters were able to come in and do that i'll give you a a, let me rephrase it after hurricane katrina in new orleans okay they were wiped out right their school system which was public they are now 90 percent charter schools okay public charter schools okay all right but it's a public charter school that with public funds it's just set up a different way and there's certain certain requirements and things like that so and it's open to different people, public students, and all of that kind of stuff. So, um, so they get so vouchers and still get money from. It's the not state. Vou- It's not vouchers. There is an issue about where the money goes. So if you're a, gosh, it's been a while since we did it, but if you're a public, it's all based on funding. And your school districts, including like Biloxi or Pascagoula or whatever. They get funding based on their enrollment that they have. How many seats? Correct. And if they go to the charter school, then that funding gets diverted to the charter school from that student. But it's the same way. We have the Mississippi School of Math and Science. Yes. Okay. If a student from Pascagoula goes to Mississippi School of Math and Science, then their funding goes to the Mississippi School of Math and Science. Is that considered an innovation or no? That's just something. That's a separate school that was set up. You have the Mississippi School for the Arts which is in, I think, Brookhaven. Yes. Same thing. These are very specific type of schools. Okay. And that's what a public charter school is. Okay. Okay, to do that. The, what I think where things get sideways is on the vouchers where it says, okay, I'm going to, we the government are going to give you funds and you can go over to, in my right. case, resurrection. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We haven't done that in the state of Mississippi, and I don't see us doing that. I feel like that's how it was being talked about when of we course the it, conversations. Yes. Well, didn't the charter had. schools just get in trouble in Jackson? No. So what happens is in the charter school, you have a charter authorizing board, okay, and then they are subject to the same ratings as your public schools, A, B, C, D, whatever, okay. And then what happened? The difference about charter schools is. If the charter school performs low, like as an F or whatever, they can be revoked, and they have to go back to the norm to your regular schools. Public schools, yeah. Okay, so what you've seen is some have performed well, some have not. Yes. And there's some in Jackson that haven't performed well. The issue in the legislature, and I made this question to the new director of the charter board. I said, "Look, we have a law in place. If they're failing, you need to follow the law because that's the deal." Okay. A lot of times, or a number of times, what happens is they go, oh, you know, they make excuses. Well, no, you were set up as a charter. You were going, and here's the thing, to be a charter, you there's literally a list of maybe 50 things you have to do. By the way, you have, one of those things that we set up was you have to have exhibited a history of teaching and school academic performance. You can't get, you can't just be like Bryce Wiggins going to set up a charter school. Right. You have to have that. So there's all these things, but they have to be held accountable, and okay. that's the thing. 
Um, I'll, I'll read another one. Uh, Dr. Rudolfich said that Pascagoula Gaucher is a district of innovation. Yes. He said that. And then, uh, Joey, your wife again says, so these comments come in, so maybe it was Golly, a little bit further back. If y'all keep, I'm going to have to sleep at well, home. She'll <laughs> get, I'm going to sleep by truck <laughs> yeah, she'll, she'll hit me too if I don't yeah. bring this up. I want to know if Dr. Rudolfich likes Star Wars, by the way. Oh, he's uh, a big fan. Here he's we go. A huge he's going to blow that up for yeah. sure. Uh, she did say that taking funds from bad schools doesn't make them better. She said ES. ESSA reinstated the Elementary and Secondary Act to help improve schools in need. Anybody? I think that is a federal program. And Don't talk to her. She knows way more <laughs> that's than me. A, that's a lot. I'm not sure about that. But okay. but let me say this about I'm going to give you I'm going to give you another example. So there's a thing called um, conservatorship. Okay, and I, I'll give you uh, a, a personal example from being on the committee. We had Greenwood School District, okay? And under law, before I even got there, it said if you're a low-performing school district, you're going to be put into receivership, okay? And lit, and what that means is that you're not doing things right. Right. You're not doing it, and the state's going to take over. state's going to take over. Take over. Yes. Okay? We were up there, and we were discussing about uh, what to do in the case of Greenwood. And they were sitting there, and what we heard, they appointed, the state took it over and appointed a, appointed a receiver. And that receiver said, look, he literally said, this is the friends and family program. He said, this, is, this district is being used to give people jobs and not educate. This is, this, there were kids who were, who were going into buildings who were, um, let's just say, the buildings were falling down. Right. Okay? And yet they were paying their, they were paying their employees uh, exorbitant, exorbitant amounts, salaries yeah. and all that. Yeah. Okay? And this is the receiver who was put in. And these Greenwood, I think it was Greenwood, Greenwood folks were sitting there going, oh, you don't need to take us over. Oh, my gosh. What about these children who were sitting there who yeah. were wanting education and they're not being given that education? Yeah, this is where that's a problem. Okay, we have great schools on the dis on the coast mm -hmm. as, as a whole, and I'm I think proud the only one on the coast that got taken over was Mossport. Well, they haven't been taken over yet. They were they, close. They were close yeah. and the the superintendent there actually has done a good job of trying to get them. But that's correct. Yeah. And so my point is that as a state, we have to look for options to help these children who are in these positions. And look, the charter schools. Literally, Demo uh, traditionally, Democrats have been against it. But the Democrats championed some charter, charter schools in places where their schools were failing. Okay? It's about that things are used for other reasons besides education. And so there's a lot more to it. Um, Every issue is. By the way, charter schools, I read the book. Uh, charter schools got started back in the 1980s through a dem by Democrats back who by public school supporters who felt like things weren't working right so you know it's it, look there's different tools to address different things and i hope i haven't put you to sleep no but, no, no, no no this is why I we're here i mean this is i think you know, it's um people that are listening want to hear yeah just political but, that's why we're doing this at the end of the day it's about the children okay those children didn't ask to be in a failing school district and what i have seen is at the end end of the day while I think people maybe in there intend well, it's not working, and we have to step in and do something. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. think I, I don't think it's that. I think it's just the funds. I agree with where that. it goes. Well, I you, agree you with think that. about a school district gets funded 
per its, its population butts and, seats. and, and butts but and also well, the, at, the industry that's in that community, correct? Yes, and and I'm gonna I'm gonna get it confused, but there's a thing called average uh, average daily uh, attendance. Yes, and average something attendance. Yeah, and the many have advocated for a better system because the average daily attendance gets skewed or whatever. Yeah. So. Yeah, it's no it's no um, secret that you could have a house on one side of the street in school district A be worth X amount of dollars and a house right. on the other side of the street. If Correct. it fell that way, school district B be worth way more money because people want to be in that school district. Right. Uh, Ocean Springs School District being one of those that everybody desires to be in because right. it's just crushing every measure of right. of a school district. So it can work, public school. It, it, oh, and, oh, and, oh, let me tell you. Uh, excuse me, I public said that wrong. Schools it work. does work. Okay. It does work. But and this nation made a commitment, get getting to the federal conversation that we're about to get into, made a commitment to public education a very long time ago. And the yeah. fruits of that commitment are shown every single day, right? You couldn't ha you can't have a situation where um People can't get educated, at least at the high school level, because uh, people want to say that public school could be considered a, a, a version of socialism, right? Or whether it's taxes that's given from everybody, whether you have a kid or not, right? I'm talking the most extreme view of it, but it no, works in, the, in, look, in that my situation. Kids, I'm sorry. No. My son was valedictorian at Pascagoula High School last year. My daughter is a junior at Pascagoula High School. So you're a public school it, guy. Yes, and she's participating in the uh, in the teacher academy program and loves it. Wants to That's be. That's what my wife teaches. And she <laughs> is she. From what I've been told, my daughter is going to be a, the star of that program. Average daily membership. Thank you, thank Dr. you, Doctor Rudolph. Doctor Rudolph. Oh, thank is. you, thank you, thank Dr. you, Mr. Coach. I don't, uh, I don't like. I mean, I, I respect like his doctor, title, yeah. but I like. But, I like but, Coach Rudolph. But so my my mother's been a teacher. My we sent our kids to public schools i've co i've helped out in public schools it, it's what is the foundation i've seen even on my congressional campaign where i go public schools are the foundation but there are people who believe that there's private schools and that's best for them my point has always been that's fine right there's a separation between private and public if you want to send your kid to private school that is your choice Correct. Okay, that sure. is your choice. Yep. Sure. Um, and that's what you can do, and that's America. Correct. Okay, but you have to understand that you where where problems happen is when you send your child to private school, and then you think I should say I should say this that the benefits that you have as a public school should should spill over. Follow. Correct. Correct. Yes. And, okay. and that's no different than when you hear you know of uh, churches asking for COVID money. Right. I mean, that's a, they don't pay taxes. They're tax exempt. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's yeah. the same I thing, mean, right? You can't go to a private school and expect public, uh, state funds or, or bailouts, whatever, right. they, whatever they may be. Right. In whatever so, form uh, they may be. I mean, it's, it's a complicated issue, but it's, um, I, I've said this and Dr. Rodolfich knows this. I said, the state of Mississippi needs to look at what we're doing on the coast, including Pascagoula mm -hmm. and, who he had a big that. hand in, he, in he that. He did. Oh, he had the and he, he brought it up. The problem, yeah. and I've said this stat, I've said literally, and I've been on the Senate Education Committee for I guess almost eleven years now, eight, 10 years now, that we spend eight. Um, I'm sorry, eighty, seventy-five to eighty percent of the education policy that we do in the state of Mississippi 
is because of the 35 to 40 percent worst part of the state that's okay and then what happens is we do that and then it affects the biloxi's and the pascagoulas and the ocean springs and what we need to do is let them do what they do well and stay out of their business so to speak yeah does that that doesn't feel good no, you know what I'm saying. I mean, and that's what better transition into the federal politics. Yeah, okay. right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I felt like right. we covered the state stuff pretty good, and I, I appreciate you uh, answering those questions. I appreciate y'all yeah, having absolutely. that discussion because absolutely. not yeah. everybody. Thanks for making me do. sleep in the driveway tonight. Guys. Yeah, right. No, but I, just I, remember, she's not blowing up. Just the remember, I gave you your pay raise, and you can do that. You yeah, did. right. There you, you go. Did. Um, so let's slide over. But, but, can we get but you know one? what? That's important too. So in a two that you're here, two teacher household that. You know, that's that good. It's been a long time coming, but we got it. I know. I agree with that. <laughs> All right. So let's start with you, and then we'll get into the big issues, right? Because we got to talk about them. I mean, you're, you're going to run for a federal position. You got to answer the, the big questions, and you got to tell people where you stand on those issues. But why transition from a state senator representing your districts that you've already mentioned, jump. 52? Uh, to 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 the federal level, the what US was your House represent? Correct. Yeah. What is your, what is your uh, motivation, and what what? It's a good question. Made that design, that change. That's a good question, Jared. Um, because I'm sick and tired of what's going on in D.C. The self interest and the self dealing that we see going on has got to stop. Will it stop completely? I can't say that, but we can stop right here. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. And as I said earlier. Our local representative has become part of the problem, if you will. He's got it, it's a fact. He has ethics violations. Okay. There was a point, and y'all may be too young, but there was a point where the fourth district, it used to be the old fifth district, but the fourth district literally was respected in DC. Like we dictated what happened. You had Ingle shipbuilding. Okay, seventy make seventy percent of the Navy's ships. Correct. Okay, carried weight. Carried weight. You have Chevron, the largest refinery in the country. You have Keesler Air Force Base, which was voted by the mem- by the enlisted folks the best place to be. Right. You have Camp Shelby, which is a regional uh, staging ground that could be used. People listen to us. They're not doing that. Okay. And we need to return back to where we once were. This district at one point was represented by Senator Trent Lott. Yes. I'm sorry, who, who became a senator, became the majority leader of the U.S. Senate. When, it, it's the old, y'all are too young, but the old commercial, when Payne Weber speaks, people listen. Yeah. When we would speak up there, people would listen. They ain't listening now. Right. And so there was a time where we we're able to dictate that we haven't had it. Okay. And I'm not, I'm about what I can do. Um, my kids, I, I tell this, I've told this on the campaign trail and people know it. when hurricane Katrina came, I was working in the DA's office. I, I loved what I was doing. I was serving my community, fighting crime, all that good stuff. I found myself in a place that I never thought I would find myself. And that was looking through a, um, 18 wheeler for diapers for my two month old daughter, Grace. Right. You said one I was talking about. I said that last show. Yep. And it was at that point when everybody was assessing their situation, I said, this is too important. Went on and I left my job, cut our family income in half, ran for the Senate, defeated a two term and actually three term incumbent 
and we won. And since that time, I've been in the legislature and passed. Uh, we went from zero early education, one of only 10 states to not do that, to top five in the country. We have a balanced budget. We gave the teacher pay raises. We did all that. We got things done because I, I want it to be for my kids and my family's future. I see the same thing going on in the, in the country. We have a $30 trillion debt. Okay. We have rising gas prices. We have inflation. Mm -hmm. We have all of that. I'm sick and tired of it. And people need to stand up. And at the and from a from a more local perspective, we deserve and we have a district that that should deserve a leadership position in this in DC that we used to have that we haven't had, honestly, in probably eleven or twelve years. And so that's what's motivating me to do that. And the the things that I just related, we've done, we've been successful uh, of getting those things done, and people have encouraged us to do it. So that's why I'm running, and I want to see the best. I love South Mississippi. I grew up here. My grandfather was a welder at Ingalls. My great-grandfather, his father, Without a high school, well, a barely a high school education, create a founded Wiggins Drugstore in in Jackson County and became the mayor of Pascagoula in the 50s. Um, his son, my grandfather, uh, retired from international paper. My father was the first person in our family to go to college, and he became a doctor. It's about hard work. It's about the American dream. Right. Yes. And that's what we're lacking up in D.C., and so I want, I feel like, um, I have the skills people have told us from, from where we've been, that we have the skills and the desire to do it. I have the desire and the experience to do it. And look, the current incumbent from that perspective, uh, talks about seniority and all that. Look, I, I've been on appropriations. I know how appropriations happen. I will tell you this, and th you can go on our website, brycewiggins.ms. It's out there. There, there it is. How, <laughs> there right. Go. Um, Jerry St. Pay, who led Ingalls for decades, Jerry St. Pay is supporting us. Jerry St. Pay said, we need someone who is experienced and, and brings leadership in armed services and appropriations. And that's why I'm supporting Bryce Wiggins. Okay. This is the leader of Ingalls shipbuilding. Okay. If Huge anybody support. knows, yeah. he knows. Yeah. Okay. Right. And, and back during the seventies, as y'all may know, Ingalls was at its height then I think it's actually doing pretty good right now. Yeah, it's yeah. on a rebound. Um, that's correct. But uh, And I had I helped on some of that. So anyway, that goes to the why of okay. why we're running. So okay. you may have other questions. Oh, I got a ton of other questions. Okay. Uh, but no, I, it has to start with you. We have to know your motivation. Yeah, Without motivation and desire, and, as you and, mentioned, it, why do it, right? And, is it just prestige? Is it title? No, is it is it advancement? Well, or is it... Is no, I'm it, glad you brought that up. Because, help. Right. look... Um, I talked to you about when I left the DA's office and ran. Okay, I, what I didn't say was I cut my family income in half. You said it. No, you yeah, said you that said, last yeah, time. You said that. Yeah. Oh, and yeah. just now. My my wife hadn't let me forget it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so I cut my family income in half. Spaghettios. That's right. Right. Spaghettios. Um, and 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 so and I talk about on my website again, BriceWiggins.ms. Keep saying it. <laughs> um, I talk. I there's a post up there about servant leadership and it talks about uh how those in particularly those in dc but how your elected officials have 
forgotten what their job is, and that is to put those they serve above themselves. I couldn't agree with that more. And Absolutely. I don't I don't think that there's more a more important uh macro philosophy than that right there in our macro current philosophy. that's good. Yeah, I'm not very very uh in the current political climate. When you see people that are trying to dictate from their their uh pulpit, right? Correct. Uh laws to people and me and my wife were talking about this last night. It's not only that that's bad enough, that their logic and their reason don't even connect. So right. uh, today in the news, uh, the leak uh, uh, yes, Supreme, Supreme Court, Court about, yes. about Roe versus Wade being leaked. When you have uh, Joe Biden on television talking about how, <laughs> which he did another one of his famous uh, gaffes, <laughs> is <laughs> it, you should have the right to abort a baby. He said baby, where typically you shouldn't say that. You should say mm. pregnancy. pregnancy. He, he muffed that. Uh, that you should have that right, but that he also is for vaccine mandates, which to me seems as a bit of a conundrum. Uh, I don't know if you agree with that uh, or not, but uh, that's how I feel. Science. Again, right. well, that's a good segue, by the way. Yeah, oh, <laughs> that was good. Yeah, that was good. Yeah. Um, I've no, talked to mandate. Dave Elliott. I know. That's I've, right. I've, I've studied the, Dave Elliott. I know. He, was, he was on your podcast. <laughs> he was. He was. Uh, that was good. Cool the guy. mandates. No, and speaking of that, I, I literally took the, I, I went to the Senate floor during the legislative session and spoke out against the Biden mandates on that put Ingalls in a position. Yes. The problem yes. was that they, this is what happens, right? Ingalls is the cornerstone of the American Navy. Okay. Correct. And because of what Biden did, it put Ingalls leadership in a predicament. Feet to okay? the fire. Yeah. Feet yeah. to the fire. And it's about, and it's that overreach that's a problem. And people were leaving their jobs. Yes, yes, yes. they were leaving on principle, on principle, seventy or eighty thousand dollar jobs, and they didn't need to be there. Correct. And since that time, in that situation, you mean in that situation? Yes, that, that situation, that's right. To clarify, and and you know it that goes back to the government overreach. People are myself, and I think I said this maybe when I was on the show before. I was vaccinated. Yeah, I was going to. I was vaccinated. I'm double vaxxed myself. My child, my children are vaccinated. I, I, we lead by example. That being said, it doesn't mean it, the mandates or government overreach doesn't need to happen. And it's about. I don't know why the first answer is government overreach or government mandates. Okay, right. let it happen. Yes, you know it was terrible. It didn't need to happen. And I will be the first one to say the how things played out and how the government handled was bad mm -hmm. terrible we need to look at it and see how we can Super get better slow, yeah okay but yeah i don't know how we got off onto that but biden because of me didn't, okay <laughs> biden didn't need to do that and that's ridiculous and that's the demo that's their answer to oh well we're going to do more government mandates yeah. no we don't and i need took the that. senate floor and talked about that and said we're not going to stand for that so it's um it's it's that's the leadership that we need in the fourth district. And I do think that people have seen that, uh, elect, Oh, back to the servant leadership that people need, the elected officials need to put those they serve above themselves. And, um, I've said it, that our, our greatest ever servant was Jesus Christ. Who's, uh, subordinated himself to everybody gave his life for us. Right. Okay. And we need to remember that. And it, us public officials uh, need to remember that. And unfortunately, there's too many things coming out of D.C. Sorry, but Nancy Pelosi's still there. Un unreal. Unfortunately. Okay. Are we, at what point are we going to say enough is enough? And by the way, I will say this. 
That stands for our current incumbent. At what point are we going to say we are better than what we have? At one point, we led D.C., and that ain't happening again. And we've got somebody that has ethics violations. And if you talk to the public like I have, that say he's not around, he doesn't show up, he doesn't come on podcasts, he doesn't. We had a debate. We literally had a debate last night in Ocean Springs. You had every Republican there except him. Yeah. Okay. We had one two weeks uh, last week. He didn't show up. He's big I mean, time on y'all. Yeah. That's exactly what it is. <laughs> it's, po- it's a political move. Yeah. For sure. It's a political move. But, but not the one that but I But people agree are with. tired of politics Correct. to that point. Correct. I, people are tired of politics. They want stuff done. People are tired of politics. They want them to their uh their interests to be served and i'm about serving those interests i agree um to explain the current political situation which from every person who is political podcast that i listen to representatives the, the whole entire gamut they all say that it's more uh polarized than it's ever been that the game is changing that uh, everything with from you know with social media being the way that it is, it's it's a completely different environment, a completely different climate. I don't think that's saying anything that that no one knows. Um, I think you have to start if I want to ask you a few more of these follow up questions with uh, 2016 and Donald Trump. Mm-hmm. Uh, he came in and kind of changed the game. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I personally go on record right now. I never thought he had a snowball's chance in hell of winning the presidency. He dominated the, the first time. I didn't even trust that he wasn't just a Democrat in 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 Republican clothing to, mm-hmm. to out the gate. Right now, I'm talking when he first came out. Right. I'm not talking during his presidency. What, what did you feel like when when he came out again? Because we're talking federal politics here. Uh, were, were you on board with him to begin with or not? <laughs> I was not. I just didn't no. Know. I mean, look. I think what you said is my at. My initial assessment. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's and, that's why and I left that's that where to show you everybody how I was. Feel. You wanted to know if he was sincere. Correct. You want to know if Correct. he was legit. Yeah, Correct. and and all of that. Well, all of that stuff. But um, what people real, or at least what we should have realized, is that he was, to his credit, he was hearing stuff that needed to be heard, or that people were saying. I should Correct. say. Correct. Correct. Okay. Correct. And that's how he got into the the White House. Um, and in, in particularly within the Republican Party, they were out of touch at the time. Yes. In that sense. Yes. They were you. out yeah. of touch. Thank you. And and I've said that. Here's what I've said, that the last time that the Republicans controlled all branches of the government, what did we do? We lost it. Yes. Yeah. Okay. What have I said that's happened in the state of Mississippi in the legislature? When I literally, when I first came in to the legislature, the Republicans controlled the House of Representatives by one vote, one or two votes. That was the first time Republicans took over. Since that time, we've created a supermajority. We've have a supermajority. We have a balanced budget. Created the large, passed the largest um, teacher pay teacher raise. Pay raise yeah. Passed the largest tax cut. Um, we've early education, which has been a thing of mine, top five in the country. We've made policy happen. Okay, so. Um, so the point being is up on the federal level, they didn't know how to govern. Right. Okay. Right. And that's why we need Congress to change and to understand how to govern with the people and not be out of touch. Okay. On Donald Trump, in that sense, no, I my assessment was what your assessment was at the time, but that's why you have politics and you have to take it you have to listen. 
Now, I will be the first one to say, or I'm not the first one, but I will be the one to say that I do think that if Donald Trump has played his cards differently, he would be in office. The problem is that... <laughs> yes, yeah, me, meaning... That's meaning, the problem. I, and Joey Joey off camera uh, made right, the mouth, doing, right? And the, mean, and the mean tweets, and he's and, a very yeah, polarizing yeah, yeah. figure, Cor- right? Correct. He, he, uh, he gives people ammunition sometimes, correct. I feel like. And, and yeah, he runs agree. his mouth. He runs the hell but the policies I support, there and I think the policies have been... I've been... 90% of the policies I supported. By the way, Ronald Reagan said, if you vote with me 80% of the time, you're not my enemy, you're my friend. There you go. Okay? There you go. That's what it there is. There you go. I think too many times we think you have to be 100%, 127% on there. That's, called, I got that's new, a cult. I got, I got yeah. it's a cult. I got Hitler. news for you, um, and I got my degree in history. Our founders didn't set the Constitution up that way. It's a it's a series of compromises, by the Correct. way. So Correct. So eighty percent is your friend, not your enemy. Okay. I can live with 80%. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, absolutely. Well, we ought to, by the way. Yeah. I think we've gotten to where we don't recognize that. Oh, that being said, I think that many of the people I've talked to on this campaign and all that, they want something done. And based on our what we've gotten done in the state legislature. They see that we're above that. I, I will give you a for instance. Um, I talked about the early education. Okay, at the time when I first came in, Mississippi literally was one of only nine or ten states to not have an early education program, and we were falling behind. Mm-hmm. Okay, I authored and passed and got done the early education program that's called the ELC, and we are literally now top five in the country in a model for the nation. Okay. And people don't know that's that. the preschool stuff right yeah that's correct okay and we got it done and during that time when we put that forward on the on the senate floor literally a part of my party the republican party tried to kill that bill mm-hmm. tried to attack it okay mm-hmm. and i said this is about the people i'll tell you another instance when many of you you mentioned singing river hospital yeah, okay i worked there the, so the singing river hospital debacle that happened retirement okay yeah. So after that happened and people lost their pensions and all that, I was in the Senate and I put forward a bill that was going to change what got us there, and that was the transparency that the hospitals were operating under. I And I literally, literally fought the hospital interests in the state of Mississippi that did not want that bill. And literally what happened was I had people from my own district and others tell me, Bryce, you will never have a political career if you yeah, go forward on absolutely. this. They told me that. Absolutely. And I said, you know what? You know Let's what? Do it. S- so be it. I'm right. here to do the right thing. And we ended up uh, pushing that bill forward. I worked with, at the time, Lieutenant Governor Reeves. We got it passed. And you've seen things better because the, they are not hiding behind closed doors. Yeah. And But people don't want you to stand up, and that's what I've done. And that's what um, you plan it, to do moving forward. Yeah, yeah, forward, exactly. Yeah? I'm sorry. No, no, yeah. no, no. I'm just no. That's that's exactly right. And my track record shows that. But people want to be able to control you and to do that. And and I'm I'm about the people that send me there and doing that. And look, I've I've uh, challenged Governor Reeves when I didn't think that he was right. I've challenged that. I'm my own person. And my vote is my vote, and my vote represents those that I represent. So it's something that I'm proud of. And you know what? 
sometimes you gotta you gotta make uh you gotta make what is it you gotta make um to make an omelet you gotta make scrambled eggs you gotta crack, you gotta crack, you gotta crack some eggs thank you very much no i d definitely um and I, and I start with that on the federal questions just to kind of get your big picture view mm -hmm. right because this is what people right it's the hottest topic that there is right now i mean it's it's where are we moving forward in this country and how are we going to get there uh the current administration I honestly don't know if they're trying to do bad on purpose or not. It, it seems <laughs> they're that doing way, a heck of a job, you know. And but there are still people that buy into it. There's still people that are that are you know uh, drinking the Kool Aid, whatever you want to call it. Uh, it. It blows my mind, you know. Joey and I have never shied away from where we kind of stand on all of this, and. Uh, Check my I, Facebook page. Yeah, <laughs> we talked about that earlier. Uh, but we want to know, you know, your take on it, and you know, getting into that that take that, on the president. I'm sorry, take on the president, or uh, well, global federal politics. Let me put it to okay. you like that. And I started with Donald Trump because he's obviously the biggest figure in politics right now, even though he's not president right now, right? And we're coming up on uh, 2024 will be right around the corner before we know it, right? Yep. Um, but. I guess we could break down a few issues and then go into what can you do specifically inside of District 4 for the state of Mississippi and kind of keep it still state of Mississippi. But uh, I'm going to assume that you're pro-First Amendment. Correct. Can I, can I go on a out on a limb there and say that? Do you, have a do you have a problem with Elon Musk uh, buying Twitter? I do not. And making but the algorithms public? Great. No, but I think it's great. A lot of people great. don't. No, no, no. A lot no, of people no. don't. But, but here's, what, here's what I've said, okay? Sorry, but I'm a lawyer. Okay, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so to do that, right? Here's what I think: Pri and a politician, and a politician. Yeah, <laughs> damn it! I know. Private's private. Yeah. Okay. He takes it private. He can do whatever the heck he wants. Ain't that right. beautiful? He can do what he wants. Right. Okay. That's so the when American people, dream. and I will, I I sent a tweet out on this, and pe I'm sure my political team back there is going, "Oh, you shouldn't have done that, Bryce." Well, I did. Yeah. I said, "Look," because Republicans are talking about free speech. Guess what? The free speech of the First Amendment only applies to a government actor, okay? If you're a private individual, you cannot infringe on the First Amendment, okay? You're looking... Yeah, break video. that down for me. I okay. think I, I don't yeah. know if I misheard you or I'm not following. Let's go. Let's okay, break that down so, so what I mean by that is the First Amendment, the con U.S. Constitution is a document that limits the federal government. Correct, correct, okay? correct, okay. Okay. It does not limit private action, okay? And what the law says is that now I'm with you. That you violate you you have to be a government actor, a state actor to violate the First Amendment. Okay. Liable would be a an example yeah, that's of what right. you're talking about. That's right? right. To do that. Correct. Okay. But that's if you're acting through the government. If you're a private individual, you can do whatever the hell you want right. for the most correct. part. And okay, correct me if I'm wrong. What you mean by that is a great example in the news right now: the Johnny Depp case. Right? Uh, his uh, I don't know if you're following that, but it's mm, trending yeah, everywhere. Yeah, his, right. his ex wife, Train wife wreck. at the time, <laughs> came, well, came out. Hold on, because this is what he's talking about. Came out and said all this bad stuff about him in, in the press, and he lost jobs, he lost contracts, or whatever. Now he's in a civil suit to say that, hey, you're not allowed to say that about me without anything, uh, without the correct evidence and now they're going through all their text messages and uh videos and calls yeah, that's a different but that's a different i thought that's thing. where you were going with that no 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 no. what i what i'm saying is you're talking about twitter if i own well, it you can run whatever correct. you want on it. that that's correct uh, that that's correct from the from the go the government has nothing to to say about that so if okay. I own the reason business, the reason you that have whatever right, you but what go, let, let me say this when you go public and see the reason why 
I'm guessing, but the reason why he's going private because he can do whatever he wants. Absolutely. Okay. He's against when that you board. Go, when you become a public company, what that means is that you are uh, you are sending shares out. Correct. You are you, subject to the Securities and Exchange Commission, and that's what he's had a problem and with. And board of. And, uh, and guess what? You have to say, I've got certain laws I got to abide by. Correct. Okay. I'm going to put it this way. You can, if there's a club down there, if you belong to a club that says, I believe that microphones are the best thing in the world, you can do whatever the hell you want. Okay. The government can't tell you in America. That's right. how it should be. Right. Okay. But when you, when you go into a public a school that's public, okay, that serves the public, that has the government behind it, because by the way, public schools have the government behind them. Correct. Then you have you're subject to the First Amendment, i.e., uh, i.e., um, uh, freedom of expression and all that that we hear about going on in schools and stuff like that. This is why I say this. Um, this is why I say if you want to be private, go private because you can do whatever you want. Right. Re religion okay. being another religion great is another yes. example. Right. So I think back to your point. Yes, I think what he's doing is good. Okay, but when Republicans say free speech, free speech, I'm taking the lawyer view. Okay, I'm saying it's a private company. It's a private company. At, it's a public company, by the way, but it's owned by the private. It's not owned by the government. Right. Okay. Right. It's it's owned by whoever Jack Dorsey or whoever well, it, was. it was. But then he right. went public yeah. with it, and then he it's had a own, it's a private company. It's not owned by the government, and so, so the private company want. can do whatever they want. Right. I didn't mean to get off into that, no, but no, that's no. my point. That's probably splitting hairs. But I think that yes, if he t if Elon Musk does that, he can. I like what Elon Musk does. I think that he he has good ideas and all that kind of stuff. Okay. Well, but, I think but, uh, Twitter went all blue for a while, oh. and they kicked Trump off. They kicked all these other guys yes. off. Yes. And all of a sudden, they're back. And now yeah, they like, cherry picked who had a yeah, voice and who it, didn't, and weird. they had those. But, uh, but but let me be on it for where I am. That's their right to do that. Okay? Not, not, As a private company, that's their right to do that. But Bryce Wiggins, who owns Taggart, Rhymes, and Wiggins Law Firm, yes, okay? Yes. Taggart, Rhymes, and Wiggins Law Firm. I can set whatever policy I want. If I say you you have to wear you know a braid in your hair correct, or whatever, correct. then you have to do it, and the government can't tell me that. The, I can do that. The difference was, and I'm going to miss this correct bill is the provisions they get under the what is it the 264 or the uh that says that they're a publisher and not an editor that's the big so, that's the difference so with, that, that goes against correct. what you're saying so what what that goes back to a whole other issue about who but that comes to the who cherry govern, picking who, can who say governs what? the internet okay if i think i correct where you're going who governs the internet correct okay and that's a big debate that goes on in washington and all that and it's supposed to be open and free and all of that kind of stuff. It saves that provision that that uh, designates them as a publisher and not an editor saves Correct. them millions of dollars Correct. each year in litigation That's for right. lawsuits that they do not have to fight. But then they also take the editorial role by kicking off and removing people. So they're playing both sides of the fence. But it's, that, it's, but but any business does that. I'm just I'm not trying to I'm I'm pushing back a little bit no, because good, any, uh, no push back because sure. any business does that. It, in my role as the owner of Tiger Rhymes and Wiggins, I have decisions yeah. I have to make. Uh, no, I don't disagree on that. I'm client. saying you don't. Ha you're not. You're not. Uh, 
you're not at the level of what a Twitter is, and then yep. and then silencing and so, voices okay. for a political okay, agenda. Okay, so here's okay. Yeah, make all your employees. Dang wear, it, you got me started on. Yeah, this. let's go. Okay. Let's go. Make, your, so, make your employees wear so, blue so shirts. So here's what's happened in my put the opinion. gloves on. Okay, oh. here's what's happened. Do you know what? Do you know what a common carrier is? Do you know what that is? No, let's go. Okay. <laughs> Common carrier is your passenger trains and your airplane. Okay, okay. Okay. What a common carrier is, is it is a private company or private industry that has so dominated the public sphere. It's a public, let's put it this like way, a, a utility. public utility. Correct. Okay, like and so therefore it's regular. Power company. Power yeah. company. And so what has happened over time, in my opinion, is that because of the the what's happened with your newspapers and your they've all gone out of business yeah all of that kind of stuff and gobbled up gobbled up and they're they're crazy and they they don't have that and what's happened is your news and stuff has been taken over by social media be it twitter facebook whatever or podcasts like this. or podcasts yes. there's an <laughs> argument but think about that there's an argument that they have become a common carrier for public information okay and so then that becomes, should they be regulated as such? But what that means is there's less regulation, but they've so they're serving a public function. And that Correct. is that you're getting the, the word out. What used to be your newspaper. Right. Okay. Is now Twitter. Correct. Or what right. used to be your newspaper is now Facebook or Instagram or whatever it may Brown be. Brown water banner. Right. <laughs> <laughs> right. Right. Brown water banner. Yeah. yeah. So, so the question becomes that they're a private industry, but they serve a public function, okay? And so we have to protect that public function. So what I was saying earlier about a private, you can do whatever you want, the fact that it remains is that Twitter, Facebook, and all them have become have served such a public function Correct. about getting the word out and all that, that they that function needs to be right to ensure public discourse does Correct. that make sense 100 percent. Yeah, and, yeah. and, and um elon musk has said twitter is the public sphere or the courthouse or whatever uh, uh a lot of people call it the watering hole or the uh right. the uh the the break room chat area Correct. right so and it, and it is that and, and, and so i think so that's where i come from at it is that that twitter facebook instagram They've all become this where people go to share watering public. hole. That's Correct. the thing I couldn't yeah, yeah, yeah. say earlier. And, said it and, earlier. and, and, yeah, and so they yeah. need to that that needs to be preserved. Yes, agreed. Because yeah. private companies, from a purely private perspective, can shut it down. Yeah, but they've become so valuable to the public discourse. Correct. That we need to preserve that, and I think that's what's. I hope people aren't confused. But no, 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 no. We have a highly intellectual audience. <laughs> yeah, and we make fart jokes at the same time. So, and we uh, catch. I'm very proud that's of why it. I like this. Yeah, and I'm we very can catch speckle trout. Yeah, that's debatable. Besides right, Jared, let's shift gears here. Joe, you'll love this one. Speaking of speckle trout hunting in the outdoors, Second Amendment. Where are we at on that? Um, I love it, it. always. It. Voted I, you got to. You got to hit vote, these. You have to always hit these. voted for Second Amendment. I mean, look, right here, Bryce Wiggins, pro Second Amendment. Was at uh, the NRA event up in Jones County. Okay. So um, I own guns, all, all that all that good stuff. You can, so we're, a, we're, we're a concealed carry state. We're a constitutional carry state now, yes. right, within the past five-ish, okay. something like that, years. Well, the problem is I'm always a lawyer, so I got to do that. Ah, uh, cool. Th th hey, th hey th free th law so advice on the show. Sell us a red tape. Tell us a red tape. So – 
under the Mississippi Constitution, it says that, yes, we the right to bear arms is preserved, except, uh, except the legislature can regulate concealed carry. That's what the 1890 Constitution says. Okay. And so there is a law in the books where the legislature dictates concealed carry and always has done that. Over the years, there's become a, uh, excuse me, a... Um, a what does concealed carry versus open carry mean at okay. the end of the day i think we're a fully open carry state if that's yeah. what you okay want. is that what i'm confusing because okay. i have yes. a concealed carry permit but i thought that it changed not long ago that you don't necessarily have to have the permit to conceal carry no, it's or it's open, open carry. carry okay open okay carry. okay you, as long as it's visible you, you correct have, correct okay you, you Okay, Bottom so line, you have constitutional a holster. Open, yeah. Oh, yeah, you, I understand. If you have a holster mm-hmm. and it's visible, then you're com- in yeah, compliance. You get shot first. I get it. <laughs> right? <laughs> right? I never well, understood if you, that. If it's concealed, so, you have to have a but, permit. Yeah, but my dad I mean. and I hunt. We, uh, My votes, you can look at my record. I got a 92% uh, voting record from the NRA. So um, if you go up to D.C. Forest, you're not letting any. Yeah. When, uh, I don't want to get this right. Was it Beto O'Rourke or... One of them said, we are absolutely, in the last presidential election, he didn't make it, he was a Democratic candidate, we are absolutely, eventually, he said this, coming for your AR-15s, we're taking them from you. No. Not happening. No. No no form of gun control, no matter how much they beat the drum of right. uh you know the cnn's narrative Extended of mags. background checks like we have and all that yeah, I'm, I'm not and, again again i think i think all of the uh the nra I, I don't know their official stance but you know all the republicans that i know yes take a background check it's not yeah. it's not prohibitive of me getting a gun uh right. i have no problem with that right go get a well, carry you have to do that it goes back to the old those who are going to follow the law are correct follow thank the you law. thank you and thank look um, I prosecuted for almost a decade in Jackson, George, and Greene counties. I was a prosecutor. Murders, aggravated assaults, drug deals, uh, rapes, child worst rapes. Worst of the worst. Worst of the worst. Worst of the worst. And it, what I uh, concluded, if I hadn't already made that opinion, was that people are going to do what people are going to do. Correct. Okay? Whether you took a gun to do an aggravated assault that was there you would probably have taken a knife or right. a bat or something correct. else like that like in england okay. australia correct other correct correct. Yeah. correct so the the from a function of the a gun is just an object okay it's an object okay it's the human being correct. okay and the criminal law in that sense deals with the intent of the human being on that so to ban guns from that aspect is it you're you're uh what's the word you're um you're you're creating another problem to solve a problem okay it, it's the human beings right. that you need to fix okay there's a reason that person picked up a gun and did what they did right if they if it was a bad thing or whatever right so uh, banning guns is not the solution from that sense okay and the I don't know if you know the Heller case, but the Heller case was written by Justice Antonin Scalia that made the Second Amendment a individual right to, that you have under the U.S. Constitution. Okay. okay. I did not. <laughs> it was like, oh, okay. Wait, I did I, not. I did well, not know I, that. I, I, I don't want to misunderstand you again. That that was uh, Second Amendment was in the uh, Bill of Rights, though. Is that is that? Well, yes, it was. But until and this was, uh, I guess, a couple actually about 
five, eight years ago, something like that. And I don't want to bore everybody, but the bottom line is the Bill of Rights did not apply to the states when they were okay. originally passed. All right, okay. okay? It that only, makes more sense. This is what people don't quite understand. The Consti- the Bill of Rights applied to the Constitution. The Constitution applies to the federal government. Correct. States could do whatever they wanted. Okay. Okay. We've they gotten could, away from that, though, right? We have in gotten away way. from it in a bad way. Yeah. And this is, again, why I'm running, because I'm about restoring where we were from when we founded this country. But at the when we when this country was founded under the Constitution, it was that the Constitution was a limiting document on the federal government. The states could do whatever they wanted. Right. It wasn't until the Fourteenth Amendment, okay, that applied to the states, okay, and the, through the Fourteenth Amendment, the Supreme Court over time has said the First Amendment, freedom of speech, freedom of press, applies to states. Let me rephrase it, okay. Back in, let's just say, 1800, that the First Amendment did not apply to the state of Mississippi. Like, literally, the state state of Mississippi could ban you from speaking out. The state Uh, government. The state government. Okay. Okay. They could ban you from speaking out. Okay. It wasn't until the passage of the 14th Amendment around that after the Civil War that the Supreme Court said, wait a minute, the 14th Amendment allows the First Amendment, freedom of press, to apply to the state of Mississippi, and therefore the state of Mississippi can cannot ban you from speaking out. Okay. Okay. I like that. That's great. All right. Does that make sense? Yes, absolutely. Okay. So, different one. The Second Amendment. Uh, well, let me back up. So, different amendments. Uh, the Fourth, Fifth, the Fifth Amendment, right to uh, in, uh, not incriminate yourself. Correct. That was applied back in the day. The state of Mississippi could. Uh, could allow you or force you to incriminate yourself. Okay. okay. It wasn't until the 14th Amendment. That you could plead the fifth. That you, correct. That when you were arrested by the Pascagoula police officer, you can plead the fifth. If you were right. back in 1791. You had to give yourself up. Correct. And you, they would force you to incriminate yourself. Okay. All that to say that it wasn't until 19, I'm sorry, uh, 2010 or whatever it was with Justice Scalia's that he made it official, hell, that he assume. said the Second Amendment is a right guaranteed through the 14th Amendment to the states. And so what that means is the state of Mississippi cannot violate your Second Amendment right. Does okay. that make 100%? I hope people aren't falling asleep again. No, they're not. But, I'm telling you, no, they're, they're not. Still they're, here. not. They're, not. they're not. They're not. And we're going to chop. We're going to chop. But, this up but too. the point is that. That the Supreme Court, through all of that, has made the Bill of Rights applicable to the states. But there is a lot that goes into this, and and I do have the opportunity slash uh, privilege of of looking at this over time. Correct. And and we have progressed as a country from that standpoint. Let's uh let's let's bring this around full circle, uh, and talk about you know we've started out with the state government because that's where you're at currently and then your desire to, 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 to i know it's like, <laughs> it's like we can talk about luke i'm taking, I'm yeah. taking luke back yeah we're me. gonna take luke back out but let, let's bring this full circle and just say my question to you is this is what you know again i we hit the first two we hit first amendment second amendment that's very big uh we could spend another hour just talking about you know that type of stuff what do you want to do at the federal level for district four for the state of Mississippi, that's not being done now. What are the, mm-hmm. what are the one, two, three most pressing issues that you see, uh, that your, your, uh, the current incumbent is not addressing. 
how would you deal with them? What do you change it? How would you deal with it? Uh, good question. So I think I already answered that in the sense that we need the respect back to once right. what the we voting had. Power. You did. The let's, voting let's, power. Let's, let's cut that up a little bit if we could. Yeah. Why did it change and how can you fix it? Right? Okay. Well, I'll give you an example. When I ran for the Senate, um, there was a person in there and I ended up defeating a three-term incumbent and people said, oh, you can't do that. Since that time I got in, I became, I was the first freshman to be named a chairman in the, uh, in the Mississippi Senate. I was the first Medicaid chairman in the Mississippi Senate from an appropriate, I was on appropriations. I got, I brought $10 million to the port of Pascagoula, um, I, early education. I got, we've already talked about that. Yep. My point is that I made things happen because I was not there to collect a paycheck. I was there to, to do, do things, work, yeah. to do work. Right. Um, same thing applies here. The representation that we have, as I explained earlier, uh, people need to be looking at us I, uh, for what we bring to the nation. Ingle shipbuilding, 70% of the nation's Navy ships. Okay, I, I actually, if you go on my social media, I, I shared an article that said they were looking, that Congress was looking at um, getting, um, getting rid of the contracts at Ingles. Well, I'll, first one, I'll step up and terrible defend that. Idea, yeah. Ter- <laughs> terrible, terrible idea. idea. Um, I'll do that. Um, also, our resources, part of being a congressman is about uh, dealing with the issues that what's called the commerce across states. And y'all know about being fishermen, mm-hmm. being what we do, uh, the the water that has been unleashed into the Mississippi Sound yes. that has killed our our crabs that has killed our Bonnie Carey Bonnie yes. Carey spillway. Yep. All of that. That hasn't been addressed. And we had uh actually led by Senator Mike Thompson last year, um, we had a uh committee hearing up in Jackson where he got the lieutenant governor of the state of Louisiana to come testify on our behalf. Bottom line is Louisiana and the Army Corps of Engineers is not doing their part their part to benefit the Mississippi Sound and what we have that that our history is based on fishing yeah. and shrimping and all of that and the Bonnie Carey and all the re- releasing of the water into the Mississippi Sound and I'm telling you I have people supporting my campaign who are not happy with the current incumbent because he has not stood up and and done that and at the end of the day that's what your congressman does is to stand up it- and deal with those issues like that. The voice they, the they, that falls under the federal uh, district four because of the federal waters that it affects. Yes, is that correct? That's okay. correct. I know our current lieutenant governor has been involved in that heavily, even correct. when he was secretary of state. That was like you, under his will yes. in his wheelhouse. Correct. And you've probably heard about the pumps up in the delta. Have you heard about that? I, I don't refresh. I don't think okay, I have. So, um, so up in the delta in the Mississippi Delta. There are pumps that were supposed to be put in because of backwater. <laughs> right. Backwater that was going in through the Mississippi River causing problems and all that. And the federal government has refused to do it. I had heard okay. that this is a big flood, right. r- water runoff well, problem that they're can, just diverting and saying, hey, let's just kick it in the Mississippi well, River and they let can it go divert it, the Gulf. They can divert Correct. it other ways. That, that's what my point. Yeah. But they haven't done but, the infrastructure, I guess, is what you're going but with. But from that standpoint, what the problem is, is that the law that was set up back in, 
after the 1927 flood on the Mississippi River. We got a we got a comment that says finish the pumps from Nick Strand. <laughs> exactly. Said, That's finish what I'm the pumps. Yeah. Finish the pumps. But from 1927, it was set up under the Corps of Engineers, or I'm sorry, the law was set up where Louisiana, in that particular instance, has all the power. Mississippi has none. Yes. Okay. And my point is that I'm going to stand up. It's a matter of changing the law because what the Army Corps of Engineers goes says is that oh well we're just following the law. Well, you freaking change the law, right. yeah. so Mississippi has its say on that. And yes, finish the pumps. That's what I'm talking about. I love it. And that's what it. I'm talking about. Standing up there and uh and and making those things happen. One of the things that I've learned since being in the Mississippi legislature is part of your job is to be an advocate for your area. And that also means taking on the agencies and people have forgotten. Speaking of forgetting, people have forgotten. We have three equal branches of government, the executive, legislative, judicial, the executive enforces the laws, the legislative checks and balances, checks and balances. Yep. what people seem to forget is that the or have a and this is what Congress to 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 your question is that Congress has deferred implement uh, policy making to the executive branch. Yeah, and I will sit here and tell you whether it's President Trump or President Biden or President George Washington, as a congressman, I will be the voice of the people because Congress is the voice of the people. Correct, and the executive branch enforces the laws congress makes the laws and the judiciary interprets the laws and people have forgotten that okay heaven forbid i weigh into this immigration okay? i was going to ask that okay southern border, where are we southern border we need to stop the illegal immigration do everything that we can and to prevent the illegal uh illegal people coming over from the southern border that's okay? mean though <laughs> that means whether that means no, I'm technology, whether that means the uh, the wall, whether that oh, means cybersecurity, whether that means all of that. Yeah. Okay, that means we need to give border security that to stop that first. Secondarily, but I would actually put it as one A and one B. Congress has failed to step up and address our immigration problem executive branch enforces the law the law that president trump and president biden and president george bush have been dealing with is the law that congress has dealt them okay congress has refused to step up it's time for congress to step up and address immigration and forget about the political consequences right and do what's right to protect our to protect our uh Sovereignty. nation congress literally has not addressed immigration policy since the 1960s okay until before then there was about a 20 year 20 to generation 20 to 25 year window where congress would update the immigration policy legal immigration they haven't done it because you know what it's all about what is for them rather than what's in the benefit votes, of votes, the country. Votes, 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 well, votes. Well, it's votes. just yeah. a, it's a it's a hot potato. But yeah. but but you know what I'm sorry. No, you're go getting ahead. me off no. It's a hot potato, but you know what? You send us up there to do a job. Okay, so right. you're, tell, you're telling me you're not going to sway to the current uh, political wins or, I don't know, a good uh, social media wins, right? Because it, I said it a minute ago, it's mean, meaning that 
People only want to do what feels good right now. People only want to do what is a virtue signal on the internet, yeah. right? It's right. not fun to turn people away at the border. That's not nice. And as Christians, you you said you're a member of mm-hmm. the Catholic Church, and correct? Methodist, Me- but I'm I do sorry. have. I was close, close enough. Same, close same, enough. Same, close same, enough. same. Close enough. You know what I'm saying? It's like it's, that's not fun to say. I agree with what you're saying. I'm, I'm not saying I don't. Uh, you you, ha- you have to be willing to stand, plant your flag in the ground mm-hmm. and say, hey, look, yes, there are ways to deal with this, but just allowing an open southern border for all these people to spill in these oh, border towns wrong, in Texas is not right. And yeah. I've taught, I literally. It's not right for everybody. Okay. Right? Y'all get me started now. Oh, here so, we go. Okay. So, Pascagoula, where I grew up and lived, Pascagoula literally is now the, uh, has the highest percentage of hispanics in the state of mississippi in yes. as a city 20 yes. percent. okay the school district literally has the highest percentage i think that's by the way I, and they're hard working they're I great gonna, i knew you were gonna I say that 100 yeah. percent believe that because over the years coaching baseball i've watched that team change mm-hmm. yeah from, well first let's do this too that's the beauty of america yes, number one yes. right is that we are the but, melting pot and most all of ours i don't know you you mentioned it already uh i'm only like fourth generation here fifth generation here my, my great grand france my, and other my great grandfather was first generation swedish who moved to moss yeah. point and was a paper hanger in a yeah. uh that's the beauty of this country pocket. but it, it has to be done it in, has in to the, be, in the but correct, that's the point yeah. i was trying to get at right. was when I talk to those folks who have come here and done it right, they are the most, they are the most um, vocal, of, yeah. vocal yeah. of do it right. Correct. right. Correct. And that's Correct. the thing. They want to do it right. It's, we're a country of laws. Let's Correct. do the follow the laws. Correct. And they're here. Um, I was literally at Pascagoula Rotary today, and uh, the the director who came the the. Um, I'm sorry, the gov- the governor of the Rotary District brought this exchange student through the Rotary program. She's from Venezuela, mm-hmm. and she was talking about how she loves America and the visa that she was going after and all that. She's doing it the right way. Correct. Right. Okay, that's my point. But Pascagoula has the highest percentage of Hispanics. Pascagoula School District has the highest per- percentage of Hispanics in the state of Mississippi in their school district. Okay, they're doing, uh, they're here to educate. They're doing it the right way. Okay, and the people that I talk to is like, we're doing it the right way. And and here, and let me say this. So, Ingle Shipbuilding needs welders. Yeah, okay? that's where they, they go. They yeah. literally are hiring 5,000 people. Okay, I don't know all the reasons, but for whatever reason, Puerto Rico creates and produces first class welders. And so you have a lot of fir- you have a lot of welders from Puerto Rico in Pascagoula. I, you know what else Puerto Rico presents or, or puts yeah, out? Puerto Rican women. Great, <laughs> great baseball players yeah, that yeah. beat me every daggum year because their <laughs> kids come over here yeah. and they're they welding at the shipyard well, and, and, and they bring them to Pascagoula and they got catchers that are throwing they, like they, nine. They, I'm like, they, they, oh, I, w- right. I, w- I would. Why do they produce uh, welders? Is what kind of what you said? Honestly, I don't know why, no, well, but they here, do. Here's and my, they come here. Here's my guess, and I have zero. I'm, this is a total guess. I'm, I didn't even know that's a thing that may be made up. I don't know, but no, I would, it's I, not. I, it's, I, I'm joking. I would assume it's because at some point either the people of that community. Uh, of of Puerto Rico or the government or a blending of the two said here is a need 
I have right. a group of people who don't have a job and I see a uh, market that needs workers and they have branched that, which is what you would hope governments of any shape, way, shape or form, whether it be the federal government, state government or municipalities or the local public school system, which is we've talked about with Joey multiple times on this show. Yeah, this uh, is what we need. To get bridge that gap. Don't go get a... Um, a, Marketing li- a library degree. studies degree when yeah. your local community needs XYZ well, person, right? right? That's, exa- that's exactly right. But but let me go on this side because I've seen it from my position is people are like, oh, what are they doing here or whatever? And I go, y'all. You don't they're, understand, yeah. They're, they're Puerto Rican. They're American citizens. Correct. Okay. Correct. They're working hard. These guys are first-class welders. Right. I literally was on a soccer. I, I coach soccer. I was on a soccer field. I saw this uh, this student playing, and I thought, "Oh man!" And I talked to her dad, and she's Stud. like, "Oh yeah, I'm here from Puerto Rico, and I'm yeah. a welder." And it's like, Stud. "Man, this is this is well, awesome!" Right? People yeah. people need to also realize too that uh, one of the things that makes this country great, and I hope I don't quote it right, but the I think it's the 403B visa, which allows you to come if you are a uh, highly skilled in a particular area. It's usually a lot right. more. Uh, academic or or engineering software mathematics whatever doesn't matter where you come from you can come into this country period it you're uh how do you say this the right way like your more blue collar jobs right Right. it's typically harder to do that to come into this country but if they're doing that with welders more power to them them right right? but but to get back to the original question which is we have a serious problem at the southern border correct okay and your your executive branch is responsible for enforcing the law, okay? And take away the politics in both the Biden administration, the Trump administration, the Bush administration, whoever, have all had problems and issues and all that. Congress has refused to step up and do the job, okay? This is another factor in what Congress has refused to do because you know what? It's, it goes back to what you're saying. They're more afraid of oh, I'm going to win or the votes or whatever instead of doing what's right for the country and doing that. And I do believe that back in the day, for whatever reason, there was a governing philosophy of we're going to do what's right for the country rather than what's right for our— You mean like America first? Yeah. 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 (laughs) What America (laughs) first. (laughs) Right, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And so we need to get back to that, and Congress needs to do its job, and Congress has— uh, has honestly has sloughed off the their job and sent it off to other agencies in the executive branch when they need to step up and be um, be the voice of the people like our founders set it up. I love it, man. I love it. I absolutely love it. Um, <laughs> Good what? vote. June 7th. I haven't even there talked about is. that. Yeah, yeah, where it is. Yeah, where, where is it at? June 7th. Okay. And let me say this, by Go the ahead. way. Thank you. June it 7th. Looks good. Let's yeah. get a little closer. Um, uh, Y'all, y'all may not know this, and not many people do. You got to block his face out, or it won't work. Come <laughs> on, close up. Thank you. Yeah. June seventh, which is a little bit of an odd time, but June seventh is when the election is, and it's the only election that's on the ballot. June seventh. Okay. Um, if you did, Mississippi is one of the only few states that if you turn eighteen by the general election in November, you can vote as a seventeen-year-old oh, in wow. the primary election. I didn't election. know that. I didn't know that. So either. if you, if you, let's just say you turn eighteen in September. You can vote as a 17-year-old on June 7th. Get out and flex and that vote. Flex Rock that vote. Yeah. Vote. Rock I like flex vote. better. And, and, and I just... And, <laughs> what, sorry. I'm just kidding. <laughs> that's yeah. good. We got to throw it out in there. That, that's right. Yeah. Um, and we need people. And we have, within our campaign, uh, 
let me let me back up the fourth district which includes from Hattiesburg down south yep um from a, we did a census last year okay and what the census showed was that the places that are increasing in population in Mississippi are the coast of Mississippi and North Mississippi in fact the bottom three counties, Jackson, Harrison, Hancock, grew by 20% in 10 years. I believe, I believe that. For sure, yeah. 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 It, everywhere else in the state of Mississippi, except up by DeSoto County outside of Memphis, uh, lost population. The Delta lost population yeah. by 20%. Is it, are, you, are, you, do you, are you in contact? Is it Shad White, our state yeah, auditor? Shad's yeah, Shad's a good – He I seems like he's doing bill. some really good stuff. And I don't know. This guy's very he, vocal, and he's very social media. Shad, I handled a bill for uh, – <clears throat> he, he requested, and I said I will do it. Uh, handled a bill this year. We got it passed. He actually tweeted about it. Yeah. Because that's where we get our news, by the way. Correct. Um, Elon. <laughs> Twitter. <laughs> right. First Amendment. And, um, yes, yeah, Shad is – and that's what and he, here on the coast we have that demographic. If you go to Ocean Springs or Bay St. Louis on a Thursday or Friday night, jumping. Jumping. Yeah. And this is where we are as a as part of the state. I, I will be honest, if you go to whatever northeast Mississippi, that ain't going on. Right. Uh, okay. Right. But it's we need those people to get out and vote. And we in our campaign, we have had those people uh, get behind us and support us because they see what we're doing and trying to make this the state the South Mississippi a place where people can come. And I will tell you this: this is an honest to goodness truth. I have been uh, in a lot of places during this campaign. I have met so many people who have come from other states here: California, Colorado, whatever. People are coming here because they like what we have. They do, and <clears throat> it goes back to what you said. Why are you doing this? Because we have such a great place to live that people need to know that. And part of what I've learned is being an advocate for our place. It's uh, it's it's bittersweet for me. And I'll use the crawfish example. Uh, we've talked about that before the show. Crawfish are amazing. And I get a little <laughs> bit upset every time I see these companies that are shipping them out to other yes. states because I'm going, these people are going to realize yeah, how good they are. Sending them and it's going to create it's going to create an increase in price. I mean, it's very much capitalistic and I get it, uh, but it hurts me a little bit. Same thing. I talk to people all the time around here that are transplants and they go, we just absolutely yeah, love it But everybody else and hates Mississippi. Exactly. And I'm like, I'm like, I'm glad you figured it out. Don't tell anybody. <laughs> yeah. You know, but uh, at the there same is time, that problem. At I the get same that. time, I do, want our, anymore. I, I do want our state to grow. I brought up Shad because he put out something uh, on Facebook, I believe, talking about, and he had a better way to say it, but the uh, not keeping our intellectuals inside the state they brain leave and, drain. Br yeah. thank you i couldn't remember i could i was gonna say brain bleed i was like that's not right brain drain yeah uh they they're leaving the state and we we gotta we gotta we gotta keep them here gotta we, gotta, we gotta incentivize we them uh state of mississippi has a very an extremely low cost uh of what are we doing oh yeah we're putting that out yeah, yeah an extremely you have to put wait you have to put r2 you gotta put r2 right there you go he's uh, r2 endorsed he told r us <laughs> he told us earlier r2 r2 is endorsed bryce wiggins he endorsed bryce wiggins for sure and he knows a lot of shit yeah um been around for a while low cost of living in this state you know and we need the industry lowest taxes in the in the country to be honest yeah yeah and uh we need to we need to promote that and we need to have the business and we need to have the reasons for people to stay here but in in this state i commend uh state auditor shad white for what he's doing to try to uh get to the young boat as we call it um tell him to come on the show to, to come on Coast the show. For us. but you know what the knock on the young boat young people are is 
they don't vote. They don't. And that's okay. that's a problem. And that, your vote matters. None of them vote. But your vote matters and it matters on June seventh because it, you can change and and with our politics, the the smallest margins can change can make a difference. hundred percent. We've seen and, that in our and, in the elections now more than we ever had. One percent last yeah, time. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, that's exactly right. And Shad has done a great job of reaching out to, to those folks. We have done that. I've worked with the Coast Young Professionals, the Coast uh, Young Lawyers, uh, the Young Republicans of Mississippi. Yes, I've worked with all of those folks in our campaign, and they because they see where where we want to head on this. And I I just think I, I'm encouraging everybody to get out and vote on June seventh because it's just that important. It is. To do that. It is. Yeah. And Shad's Shad is of that generation and he's doing well by the way uh shay dobson is of that generation correct correct, <laughs> correct. we and, always say on the show we don't care who you vote for just go out and vote well there's well, that i, I do that. care <laughs> we always say that if you're rice wiggins for congress yeah, yeah. yeah or if well, you're we vote, gotta be biased yeah so if so you vote, just wait, wait, when's the date you said it's uh june, june 7th, 7th, 7th so if you vote right in, right in, you vote in democrat it's june 8th public and primary but still uh no honestly uh, I we what what have we not touched on? Let's recap everything here. We've been chatting it up. Uh, I think we've touched on Joey. Is there anything that you, that we missed? You know, from your uh, perspective, I um, just got to sleep in the driveway tonight. That's cool. <laughs> no, we t- we we hit the state issues, uh, and we I, we appreciate you coming out. No, here today I appreciate what, for your second time. Uh, I want that to be known, and and because listen, like you mentioned earlier, uh, with the current incumbent. You know, you don't have to do stuff like this. No, uh, you, you're taking the, time out of your schedule yeah, to come hang well, out with us. Well, and you're in the hot seat. And, you know, you're answering questions, uh, direct questions. Uh, you're answering questions for the Senate, which you're only one member of, right? You're, of you're, 52. Exactly. Right. Exactly. And I understand that, and I appreciate that. Um, but, no, is there anything that we haven't touched on? I know you said, where can people go to get more information? Yeah, uh, we mentioned a it a couple times. <laughs> Yeah, no, they can go to uh, BryceWiggins.ms, find out all about us. Okay. And um, and and you'll see what we're about. And we have, and this is different from all the other candidates in this race, um, including the incumbent, which is we have our policy videos out there that uh, t- from Afghanistan to okay. Second Amendment to First Amendment to getting youth involved in the political process that's what we're about you can find that on our website brycewiggins.ms excuse me i think the biggest thing i would say is talk to people that know us um they know we work hard they know what we've done in the legislature and we've put uh the people above politics and and we have made things happen and that's what we're about and I think uh, that's what South Mississippi is about. And God, man, we have so many good things here. Oh, <laughs> we do. And and I, I'm, I'm raising my, and I go back. I'm sorry. I'm raising my kids. My my son is a freshman at Ole Miss. Hotty toddy. Is that what you're supposed to do? I yeah. think so. Okay. Hottie, toddy, I, think, yeah. I think that's what they do. Is yeah. that what they? <laughs> yeah. I was there for <laughs> no, no cowbells. Yeah. 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 Hotty, toddy. I was there for a year. And, and, I think that's and, what they do. And I want my children to come back here and work and raise their families because it's been a, it's been a good place for us, for my family. Um, we've gone through different things, but I think we can, we can be a leader and, you know, Trent Lott, I go back to Trent Lott. He used to say how Jackson County goes, so goes the country. And I do believe that because I think that 
I think that what you see in Jackson County in particular is is a melting pot, or I, that may not be the right word, but it's a it's a coalition of what you see going on in the country. And I think we can be leaders. And so I, I'm looking forward to serving the people in that position. And yes, I am always available. I have social media, Instagram, Facebook, uh, what a Twitter, yeah. Elon. I don't yeah. have Elon's cell phone. <laughs> Not yet, but you're getting you it. You got Elon's number, that. give it to us. We need yeah. to get him on his show. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I have all that. You cannot, I'm in touch, okay? And it. I don't know how you can do the job of being a representative without being in front of the people. Right. And that's what I've heard is that we're lacking that. And so, you know, I appreciate y'all, what y'all are doing and bringing this to the forefront and talking about these issues because I do think that what y'all are talking about is important on the Gulf Coast. Yeah. And we have a lot to say yeah. to do that. And then and we yeah. carry a bunch of weight and like yes, for the state. <laughs> and like we said, uh, you know, the next episode may just be fart jokes and uh, making <laughs> no, fun yeah, of each Star other. Star Wars. So, you got to keep it up. So you know, can, we, get, we can, we, can we close? I think with, we should. Uh, yes. We I should. assume we're closing. We're so, closing, yeah. You know, the storm, it, Greedo, he says hello. And... Luke Skywalker, uh, he says hello. So he's a good man right there. And R two and R two is the man. I forget this guy. Uh, he's like you know yeah, what I don't R2. have is the um, what's what from the new from the new series the guy with the BB eight BB oh, yeah thank you BB eight yeah, I don't yeah. have BB eight fan favorite fan BB eight's my my daughter's favorite. Is so she's okay. She's yeah, they're, they're smart with those droids. They know what they're doing. Yeah, they make them cute and lovable. May, so. May the fourth. That's May what the I'm fourth talking be about. With you. Yeah, and and Revenge of the Fifth tomorrow. So break yeah. your Star Wars stuff out uh, tomorrow. Well, too. that's Revenge of the uh, the Fifth though. Is if you're on the the bad the dark side. side. Yeah, so right. it's up to you. And it's also Cinco de Mayo too. Speaking yeah, of it is Cinco de Mayo. Uh, Tacos and margaritos. Yeah. So I don't I'll know. be working. Yeah, I will too. Uh, <laughs> I Senator, Senator Bryce Wiggins, man, we very much thank, uh, you, thank you for coming in here and doing thank this y'all. again. It's uh, you didn't have appreciate to do it, and we appreciate it. Uh, we won't put I you will, on the and I I will give you a promise. Yes, and I know poli- people say politicians break their promise. No, I won't. If I'm elected to Congress. You will be my first podcast that I will do. Okay. Ooh, All right. First, two things I got to say that. Take that, Jordan and Matthew. Yeah. Uh, second, <laughs> also Shay Dobson. Also Jay, uh, Shay Dobson's podcast. That's right. That's but right. That, that's, so, that's so crazy you said that because I was um, going to oh ask you God, that. Oh, my God. That's what I was going to ask there you go, that. Oh. Yeah, yeah. No. okay. We're, we're all friends, man. Those, no, are, those are really I, good friends. No, of mine, I know all of them. But no, we you, don't like you. Have my commitment to be the first one. Sorry, sorry, Jordan and Matthew. There no, the, the, we'll get them in here. How about yeah. that? That'll even be That'll more be fun. Uh, no, but that, I was just fixing to ask you that, so I'm glad. I'm glad you brought that up. But uh, we would be very much look forward to that, and would love to have you on and at honored, that moment. Yes. Yeah, and, and talk about what you've learned uh, in D.C. at that time, because that's going to be, I'm sure, a whole whirlwind of of stuff. But we're ready to hit the ground running, and we have the ability and the capability to do that. I believe it. Represent that South, That's South it. Mississippi. That's right. Well, uh, I want to thank everybody that watched on the live stream and on the replays, everybody out there in the uh, audio podcast. Super land. Yeah, and everybody, especially in the comments, man, we appreciate hearing from you. So uh, we got other stuff lined up. Uh, we're trying to do a better job of getting it scheduled, but we continue to fail at that. So yeah, uh, at least we're consistent. Yeah, we're consistently <laughs> failing at, uh, at giving you a heads up. But uh, you just keep tuning in, and we'll keep doing these, man. We appreciate y'all, and we'll see you on the next one. Thank you. Thanks so much for checking out the podcast, man. We really appreciate it. Uh, we've been looking at the numbers here on the Audio Land podcast, and they've been growing, 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 and growing. So it really means a lot to us. 
I hope that means you're digging what we're doing. Uh, But if you want to reach out to us on any of the social platforms, man, Facebook or Instagram, hell, we're even on Twitter. We're at BrownwaterB, all one word. Shoot us a message. Let us know what you think of the show. Let us know who you'd like uh, us to have on the show, man. We're always down for a uh, referral or recommendation and also don't forget to jump over to brownwaterbanter.com that's where we got all our merch for sale man if you want to support the show go grab you a brownwater hat or a hoodie uh we got some dry fit shirts long sleeve short sleeves you name it we got it go check it out and as always we appreciate it